0: Welcome, once again, to Talking in Stations. I'm Matt Rall, News Chief for Ian, for, <laughs> I almost blew it, uh, for thematani.com. I was uh, News Chief at Ian24 at one point, but that was a while ago. This is Talking in Stations, and it's an EVE show for EVE players about what's happening in EVE Online. Uh, we have a great show lined up tonight and uh, we have uh, our friends from uh, the usual panel of experts that we pick from and uh, special guests today. We have Asher Elias from Goon and hey, we have Graf from Pandemic Legion. Hey. And today a little something you might notice that's different is Derek McGurk is off screen. He's on a trip and uh, let's uh, actually get to know our panel. Uh, we'll start with a drunk Canadian.
1: All right, yeah, you guys probably seen me before. So, drunk Canadian, I'm in TNT, and uh, I'm the sky marshal for TNT.
0: That's right. He's also a TMC streamer, and uh, another streamer from TMC is a familiar face for many of you, and that is Nystrick, and it's nice to have her back.
2: Hi, guys. I don't play Eve, so that's a thing. But I play other games.
0: Actually, Nystrek has a past in Test Alliance and also in Goon Swarm. So she's familiar with both cultures and can speak a lot about what's going on these days. Uh, and then Dirk McGurk down here is uh, cloaky today, but uh, you want to say hi, Dirk?
3: Hey, what's going on? It's Dirk McGurk from The Open Com Show, member of uh, some random corp in Pandemic Legion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's start with uh, Asher Elias, and then we'll go to Graf. Asher, can you tell us about yourself?
4: Yeah, I'm the uh, the 15th to 23rd best FC in the Imperium. I'm uh, I'm glad to finally get on this show. Um, usually, you invite me in on a Friday, I turn you down because I got to get those club app links, or else spins will kick me out of uh, leadership. So <laughs> it's nice to be here for one.
0: You also have a great podcast, uh, The Asher Hour, right?
4: I do. It's uh, on my SoundCloud at Eve underscore Asher.
0: Yeah, that's worth listening to, especially if you're an aspiring FC. It goes into a ton of detail about. What kinds of things to consider? Actually, some of the things we're going to talk about tonight, you'll find a ton of that on the Asher Hour. And familiar to all of us, uh, one of our favorite guests is Grath. Welcome back, Grath.
5: Yeah, I don't have my own show. I just whore myself around to all of your shows, and it's easier that way. Ooh, less hey, less production overhead for me.
0: Totally. Why push the buttons when you can just show up? I mean, you're invited everywhere.
5: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I unironically would like to tell you that uh, Horde uh-huh. is recruiting and you would probably have tons of fun.
0: Well, I do like your policy of protecting the new people by not exposing them to PO. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to talk about uh, Serenin and the battle between uh, what's uh, known as the Money Badger Coalition and um, the Imperium. Uh, Both are now stationed inside the same system, basically sitting on top of each other, and so it's a unique situation in EVE uh, where you have so many hardcore PvPers all in one place, kind of staring each other down and trying to pick off. You know, people here and there. So we're going to go into what those battles are like. But more importantly, we want to talk about where we are with ship doctrines and, you know, the meta and capitals. A lot of changes happened, including citadels, which allowed, uh, you know, PL to put a station or MBC uh, to put a station across from the staging system for uh, the Imperium. So it's kind of an interesting situation. It's totally new. Uh, so actually, Grath, why don't you start? Can you tell us about, you know, putting the station down? You think it's a Citadel, right?
5: Yeah, sure. There's a couple of them in there now, like uh, MC has one in there now. Uh, I believe, I thought Tess might have had one in there, but there's definitely other ones Yeah, they have there. one? Yeah, there's a few of them around on the Dark grid now. One? Yeah, and generally they, they, um, they allow you. I like the idea of what they're going to lead to maybe uh, with you being able to remodel and defend your space make it your own uh you see that some ways the way like horde guys have them anchored on gates uh to protect ways in and out of their space i think you'll see more and more of that come up i i think they're awesome they've allowed us to put a beachhead uh in a in an extremely hostile system and move in uh they would allow they they're allowing actually you know uh imperium members to do the same thing up uh up around tino or wherever the hell it is they're dropping their their uh citadels up near Veno or whatever trying to get back into the back end of Declan. like they're, it's they're really good engaging gameplay and
0: it's kind of like a forward operating base for for them for sure yeah in your case you guys are putting them up strategically i haven't heard too much about that happening Oh
5: uh, oh us no I, we're not doing that uh the imperium is yeah yeah, the Imperium is strategically trying to use them as as forward beachheads, and I guess retake parts of Declan, or, or maybe. No,
0: but in but in Serenin, you guys have said that uh, you guys are using them kind of strategically, like where you place them near a gate or near a station, stuff like that.
5: Yeah, yeah. You can, um, in zero zero, with proper drag bubble placement, you can actually suck somebody off of a gate if they are silly enough to warp gate to gate without a ping. Uh, you can suck them off the gate directly. Or Citadel. So guilty as yeah.
2: charged.
5: Yeah, I mean it's it's. I mean it's an <laughs> awesome. I, I everybody's complaining about it. I think that's a perfect mechanic. It's your space. You should be able to build, you know, a gigantic fortress with a sign hanging on the front door that says "Fuck off," and uh, and they did. That, that's amazing.
0: I love that. The the kind of stuff that people come up with uh, as you know new things are introduced, and this was a huge expansion citadels that had not only all these you know big buildings, basically space cities, uh, but also had capital changes and stuff like that. Uh, what what's going on with um with you guys, Asher? How's it? Can you give us a report on Serenin?
4: But uh, I'm not the guy to talk about capitals because we aren't using them. Uh, there's a lot <laughs> of capitals around us, but we don't have any of our own anymore. Well, you know how to kill them. That's kind of the interesting thing was. Uh, Before the capital changes, you know, you just set up up the slow cap ball, and you had once you got over a certain number of archons, you were essentially invulnerable, more or less, um, without the kind of massive response that was like BTAC-R level. So we, uh, once the changes happened, we were just looking at it and saying, you know, this is something everyone noticed. The fax machine was obviously the the linchpin, or the sort of the weakest part of the chain. If you can kill a fax machine, you can start threatening higher levels of capitals. So, uh, originally, it was just uh, PL and NC DOT really focusing on Serenin, and when that was happening, we were rolling out hurricanes. Um, and because it's low 2nd it can't be bombed. The Titans can't use their little uh, laser across the sky thing. Um, we were trading really effectively, you know, volleying T3s and then killing fast machines uh, to the point where you know it was it was it, it seemed like it became pretty clear that capital escalation was something that PL and NC DOT were going to have to think about really carefully. Uh, and the, it's evolved since then.
5: It became instantly obvious yeah. the second they released all of their proposed changes that, you know, everything revolved around triage. Like Ray Charles can pretty much see that once you start dropping those things, <laughs> you, you are – once you're, all your apostles dead, everything else on the field around it dies. And like there was a, an idea at first maybe, you know, like that was spitballer. Well, maybe they'll make local tanks good. No, that didn't happen. Local tanks are still dog shit. So as soon as the apostles are dead or the Minicalas are dead, everything else around them will explode in a – T- big ball of flame. Luckily, uh, we were smart and, like, we had a guy named Fowl, and Fowl Phalanx 3 built tons of carriers for us. Uh, he just, that's his whole, his whole thing was capital acquisitions for all of our dread caches and stuff like that. And so everybody in P.O. pretty much had an Archon, like 600 Archons. And it was pretty simple to just say, okay, patch day, everybody put a triage model on the Archon. Now we have 600 Apostles. Good job, us. Uh, that said, the loss rate for a few days uh, there was kind of unacceptable. The burn rate that would have been untenable for anybody—we'd uh, losing three or four or five a day—and uh, yeah, so things had to
2: change. I think that's pretty fun, though. It's like a ray of hope for subcap pilots and noobs that are like, "Hey, look, I can get in a hurricane and kind of kill capitals." That's fun.
5: That kind of thing that are. was
2: possible before, and I fucking love hurricanes.
5: They did say, I mean, they said they wanted caps, ships, and space more, and they wanted them to explode, and both of those things have happened.
2: That's
4: alive. exciting. It's not like, you know, it's not like, you know it was just hurricanes were dominated the faxes. You were trading 550 hurricanes yeah, for, sure. for, for, you know, 15 faxes, uh, but it was a trade
2: that we were willing to but make. I can't think of a time in history when that was even, like, a con- something that was considered. Like, when I think of old, yeah, like, you were really. like, why would I fucking do that? That's stupid. Like, if I can't fight it, well, it was capitals, like capitals, uh, I would just sit back and do nothing.
1: The battle there where uh, Christopher Wow and PL bumped off the station. What would we actually trade in that one, Asher? Like 600, 700 hurricanes? But we still won the ISK yeah, war. Yeah, because we lost like 20 uh,
5: t- apostles yeah. in the in the fight or whatever.
4: We lost, I think we lost 560 hurricanes, and we killed 12 faxes
5: and like 10 dreads. Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah, I think it's funny.
0: Has it been clear, though, who's been getting the best of these things? Uh, not that it matters, but... Um... Is it a trade-off back and forth?
5: Everybody well, wins. Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's a weird rule reversal. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of yes. weird, right? Right? Because like two to an alliance that has been flying really expensive ships for a really long time, when someone brings up the ISK value of a fight, it's it's kind of hard to take it seriously. Like, um, there we we had a a, a fleet doctrine called Aristocats, which thanks should do. fuck you, we used it twice. Ah. <laughs> uh, ever they were 1.2 billion a piece for these fucking loki's yeah and we used it twice and i mean like nobody else is gonna field fleets like that right no like you don't have dudes rolling around well generally speaking you didn't at the time but like for the longest time nobody really fielded an ISK value anything close to us so like it stopped really mattering it's like did we walk 80 dudes to 500 and own a whole bunch of those 500 dudes yes then who cares what the fuck happened like i don't really give a shit about anything else uh, I've five, you know, six billionest paladins in the, well, not paladin, golems in the like, you know, 30 man gangs and shit like that, just to see how many of them I can kill before I can either get away or explode. So
4: we loved when you came to the Declan. It was like, it was like until it was right. going crazy. Grath is in fucking yeah. Declan. Get every Titan, every Luke super. Let's see yeah. how quickly we kill them. Yeah. yeah.
5: And so, so for us, it's, we get a fight. It's a good fight. We kill a whole bunch of fucking dudes. Uh, and we're happy. And then on their end, they... Get a fight, and they, you know, like to the Imperium, high, yeah, value, high targets. value targets, they yeah. dropped a whole bunch of them exactly like build, you know, 100 billion in, in faxes and dreads and shit like that to them. now was an amazing fight. And so everybody kind of came out happy. to be
4: fair. I think, I think in the past, you guys would field the, the fancy doctrines and you would win the, you know, the kill war and the isk war, usually.
5: I mean, you are pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like now, now I don't think it's impo- I don't think it's as possible to do it on a large scale as we used to anymore. I think you will take bruises. Uh, the idea now is whether or not we can tank the bruises that we well, take. Well, it
0: seems like you guys, uh, along with NC, have gotten a huge sum of money, so it should last for a there while. There is
5: a tank uh, that we keep in the Fortizar in Theronin that I swim in, and it is filled with fucking money, and I backstroke <laughs> through that bitch every morning.
4: Scrooge McDuck in there
0: a big tank of yeah
5: it's of isks and it's it's fucking awesome (laughs) um like massive props to Manny and Killa for all that money that they got
0: how much money did you get
5: I don't so I don't know the exact because I don't get to actually play with our money because otherwise I'd fly more marauders than I do in ways that are bad
2: right I got my own money and that's
5: part of like but I stopped like, even Karen, after we passed the trillion mark, like, that is, I mean, we already had money, you know, we weren't exactly known as the broke-dick warriors of fucking Eve. We were, were known as fairly wealthy, and then to just get a gigantic fucking cushion tossed on top of it was pretty sweet, in actual, raw cash.
4: People are saying that $12 trillion has been spent on, uh, on the war so far, or, you know, given out. I wouldn't out. be shocked. So, you know, you got to, if, if that's an accurate figure, you know, PL's a pretty big cog in that wheel, so them getting over a trillion is not at all surprising.
5: From what I understand, a lot of people got paid around the same. I think they spread the money out even, and we didn't, as far as I know, like try and get top billing or anything like that. I think people just got paid in general. And
4: mercenaries are not new, but the the weird thing I've never seen before in this war is um, like we'll give you you know twenty billion a week just not to fight at all. You don't have to come fight with us. I didn't know that
2: was a thing. Yeah. I knew people got paid I, to yeah, participate. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that either. I didn't know they got paid to, to sit on their hands. That's White Legion, White Legion got
4: that offer, and other people took that offer.
2: Wow.
1: So they paid some groups to attack and some groups to stay up.
4: I think it was based on, you know, if the group would be the kind who would, you know, maybe swing against us, uh, they'd say, oh, well, we probably can't hire them to work for us, but we can at least bribe them to not fight us. So It's I mean, kind of you know, like
0: uh, corporate welfare, isn't it? like a subsidy
3: (laughs) or it's just like welfare
5: (laughs) i i kind of like it really like i was always a big fan of i mean we are corporations after all i I like we get hired to do a job i I always liked that kind of idea Uh, i think it's kind of neat that somebody paid somebody not to fight that sounds boring but more power to you i guess the war was short so you didn't have to get paid long i guess
2: yeah that's the only unfortunate thing about that right
5: like i'm serious i said this last night this this War is technically over. Like, Matani make as many speeches as he wants on Sunday. I've met the dude. I've hung out with him. He's a good dude. But it's over. You lost. We took your space. Like everybody that attached this whole we came to destroy Goonswarm. Like nobody ever. And nobody sane maybe ever said that because you can't break an out of game alliance. Like Goons It's been is, over three weeks at least. At least it's been over three weeks. Yeah, it's it's it's. There's no way to kill an alliance that exists out of game. Like. You no, know, like Test or us or you know, goons, you're never going to actually kill them. If fucking six dudes log into their forums for two years, they can rebuild themselves in a way, and you can't ever stop that. Like, but Were you on the Ovenside Grass, the last
4: Ovenside? No, I didn't. I wasn't on
5: it. I listened
4: to it I mean, a little bit. ProGod but... was on there saying that, that uh, NBC was going to camp goons until the organization broke.
5: He also said he's a pro, a god, and a legend, uh, according to him.
1: But that's also, like, that's kind of part of the war. I mean, if you look at goons, the way they used to win wars is, you know, there's the first phase, which is moving in and getting a foothold, then, you know, taking a or pushing them out, and then the last phase is the hell camp, right? Which, with all the NBC still being in and trying to camp, like, the wars, yeah, I guess phase two is over, but phase three is in full effect, in my opinion. NBC's Uh, already started, some of them already started moving out, actually.
2: Yeah, people are gonna get bored. That's yeah. that kind of thing isn't gonna keep up. I mean, I think about so many alliances that have blipped off the radar and come back. Like I think of immediately AAA, who have gone away and come back after being hell camped what six, seven, eight, nine times yeah. now. it, I don't, it I took can't us. Even it count. took.
5: It, I invaded them every fall with Shado for four <laughs> years in a row, and I have no idea how like many clockwork. times. Yeah, like in November, we were fighting in catch every year. It was a thing. Uh, and I.
2: But they're back now and they're going to keep doing sure. it. It's the same thing with an entity like goons. Like you can hell camp them, but you're going to get bored. You're going to want to do something else. You're going to want to fuck with somebody. And if you don't get your line members doing anything, they're going to be like, oh, I'm bored. What do we do next? We, we
5: shook you guys. What, what What's going to fall off fell off right like everything right. that's left is going to somehow weekend at bernie's on through it all and uh keep going trim the fat yeah i mean <laughs> like the the alliances that we're going to leave will leave the, like no offense to the alliances that are left but they probably don't have uh a really active motivated leadership because i mean this game that that y'all played i don't know if it's been fun for y'all but it sure as fuck's been boring as shit for me and i like i like to play for fun so i i just go out and die aimlessly and retard shit all over low sec right now and i don't really fuck with the camps or the fights at all that much uh
6: yeah seriously that's yeah. what i've been doing i got killed yeah. by Satonia tonight <laughs> is he
5: still in snig this motherfucker joined my corp and has never once logged into irc never posted on the forums never done anything at all past his application thread i'm about to purge him because he's the most unsocial motherfucker i've ever met in my entire life but he streams like every week like how can you talk
2: to all these people <laughs> you talking about
0: you do collect celebrities. I mean, you just got one of the bigger ones, yeah. Dirk and Dirk.
3: Should you
1: used post-
2: to post collecting. Suetonia's too
3: busy
1: making
2: the up I all. forgot that they did that. I forgot Snake collected well, those. The
1: best part about Suetonia killing me is my overview bug. So I had no idea I was dying. You know, when that happens and you can't see like your health going down. And I was streaming at the same time. So, like, I yeah, with was my first good.
5: streamer that we ever picked up, really. And uh, then we got Nick Fuzzy and then it went downhill from there. And now we've got everybody, including Dirk, who doesn't go on ops because he doesn't get pings. <laughs> Or, or fight people, me? I've been, I've been on plenty.
3: Her, don't be sensitive. <laughs> I think I'll get I, in I, there. I kind of disagree with you. You'll somebody. get in there. Give him a chance. However, I do know somebody who sounds a lot like Suetonia. <laughs> who?
5: Busy playing Madden. Oh, wait. No, me? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, I, I, oh no, no, not, not, not
6: you.
4: <laughs> Yo, I heard the new Madden has but advertising anyway. in it. Like, after you pay 60 bucks for the game. hi
0: we're not going to Madden. We're not going to Madden. We'll come back to Wait,
4: you. Wait, I actually want to dis- I disagree with something Grass said a minute ago. That, like, sure, that yeah. the corps that stay behind don't have active leadership or strong leadership. I don't remember exactly how he phrased it. I was but, but about I mean, the I, alliances,
1: I, not the corps necessarily. Like the alliances that left had, what he was saying had maybe no, not no, no, no. Actually, I was so saying saying the, the alliances that, that le- stayed, I think. Yeah,
5: the alliances that left actually have uh, a more independent streak of an active leadership. I don't really got get off my lawn, having the most amazing That's leadership ironic. structure.
0: You, wait, do you, do you consider FCon? For right? sure. Yeah, F-con yeah, I do not you, you to good,
5: I said strong. It, it's a to it's me that
2: like, we're talking about independent leadership when you guys created a larger coalition to take out the bigger coalition. Right? If,
4: if you're in your buddies and you get in a fight and there's six of you and 12 of them and two of your friends run away, yeah, maybe they had independent leadership, but that isn't showing a good quality of any sort.
6: Uh,
0: yeah, I, hey. I just know that Grath... Used to pick yeah for sure right? that was, your that was yeah. <laughs> every every
5: January like clockwork we go find FCON wherever they are and we camp for two weeks or however until we get bored and they stop undocking my favorite kill is this the dual tank sin that they undocked to try and fight us one time that was amazing got through its shield and it had an armor wrapper it was
0: great <laughs> so it's like you guys are very nomadic in that way you're kind of following you know the buffalo, yeah well, right? we,
5: like you can't over farm an area like. Once you you can only fight so much I don't know, you ate you ate the hell out of bread. Yeah, we probably lean on that one a little too hard. And we've we've done it in the past, like Tragedy of the Commons right there.
0: Well, I think there was a strategy to it. Weren't you trying to break them into submission so they would join you on yeah, doing but contracts? Yeah, we didn't have to break cause... them.
5: Like, that wasn't even part of the deal. Like, okay, so it, w- how it went down is Rick Hoover liked fighting Brave. We all like them, like, in small groups, but Rick Hoover generally actually liked fighting Brave. It was fun for him. They'd form up. He'd go in and just murder everything in sight and feel great about himself because he fought fucking Brave. Meanwhile, Elise was actually <laughs> trying to get them to hook up with us because that would have been – we, like – what we learned from the first time we made friends with Test is fucking first of all, Shadu fell in love with new players. He is so happy to have anything that didn't know what the fuck it was doing playing the game so he could just explain the whole world to him. It was
2: his That was me. I went on a fleet with Shadu once. And I was like, Shadu, I'm in a hurricane. He's like, this is a Tango fleet. Come on, let's go.
5: And we well, we realized at that point that we are really good working with new players. Uh, and, but we're not really good working with the leadership that new players tend to have around them because those people are stupid and they don't like us making their players smarter. It seemed because they always got fucking butt mad at us when we told them, like whenever we'd tell people like something that somebody said in their leadership was bullshit, their leadership would of course get mad at us, but it was bullshit. It's fucking wrong. You don't tell them that they're new.
0: Yeah, but I think, like, Elise, I think he was getting told, like, we know what you're doing. You're trying to meta us, and we know all about that, so Sure. We that don't trust
5: you. But he really wasn't trying to do it. He really generally wanted to, like, we wanted to pay him. We wanted him to get paid with us. We could do amazing things. In fact, we could probably attack the Imperium with him. And, uh, yeah, it didn't work. They didn't believe us. Or at least the one that did believe us, like, went on vacation or got sick or got a divorce or some shit and was gone for three days. And the rest of them fucked the whole plan up. And, yeah, it was grim. <laughs> yeah, a big ball of fire.
0: We know how that ended and not very yeah. well. But actually they're but they're back actually and they're living now in Delve. I think they're actually blowing up the the little goon squad that's come back with uh DJ. Uh temporarily while the you know uh, DJ's group, I think it's called Low tax is it low tax or ten dollar bond. Yeah. Uh gets settled down there, but they're gonna be in that little Thunderdome Aquarius. I think that's what that, where they're landing. How do you feel about those guys, Asher? Do you have I mean does that mean anything to you, those guys? No,
4: I mean, I mean, it's good for them. Um, DJ obviously wasn't, you know, going to come back and 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 play under Matani like there was too much uh, image there. Um, they seemed like they they got along well enough um, in person, out of the game. But once uh, DJ had a, was very upset, um, particularly about the comic book. Like he mentions that a lot.
0: Um, the comic book—that's where the betrayal story was told about Bob. Yeah,
4: there was a in DJ who was an employee, I think, at the time it was made was was upset that he wasn't credited in the in the book as, as for what he felt like his was his contributions,
5: which were huge um, from somebody that was playing. Yeah, no, I'm, not,
4: I'm not I'm not denying that he didn't contribute. I'm just saying that he was an employee of CCP at the time, so I don't think they could have done it. Um, but there were like that was that was something that got mentioned by him a lot. So. Anyway, whatever you know, he's uh, he spun off a uh, corp. They've uh, they've got like 20 dudes. They seem like they're having fun, and that's great. I'm I'm glad that they're enjoying themselves. I don't like I don't like thunderdome's uh, personally. I, I think you should fight over something that actually matters. So,
2: but, but... what happens? Yeah, what happens if you do something fight over meaning. something and then all your ships are alive and you promise everyone that you were going to die and they don't want to like fly back? Is then a, then is it okay to thunderdome?
4: Uh, I'm not talking about like so, within your fleet self destruction. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about a situation where people are are basically blue to each other, and that they won't attack the things that matter, like Sovereign Moons, but they'll oh, they will they'll just, uh, they'll just joust. I, understand exactly.
5: uh, I think what you miss about that, Asher, yes. is that, so that's how they act towards uh, one another to keep content on a daily basis. It's just a different form of what you have now. Imagine, like, a world where you can, on Tuesday, if you're not, you know, under fucking invasion, you might go roam out and, like, fight, the TNT guys, you know, just skirmish around, scrap around. But the second that fucking NC dot comes knocking on your door and creates the first fucking timer, you all fucking gather up together and form Voltron and rape the shit out of NC dot. Like that's kind of how that goes.
4: I understand what you're saying. I just don't think it's sustainable. You know, like like that fighting people builds anger. Like you know, you know, you're gonna get and FC's talking shit to each other, and it, it'll it'll it might work for three months, six months a year, but I don't think it's a long-term uh, stable arrangement
5: interesting i I actually think that's the like one of the that's one of the fountain core like guiding principles from all those groups that have always lived around there they don't always work together but and i mean this is like fucking 10 years now they don't always work together but if there's an outside threat to their way of life they do 100 percent work together constantly to fuck you up and then once you're gone or once you're not a threat anymore they go back to beating each other's ass
4: I mean, maybe it's like, you know, communism, where communes still exist that people really like to live in, because it's, you know, that's just something that works for them. But it probably didn't work on a big scale. Um, I mean, you saw the other side of it with uh, with um, snuff and uh, shadow cartel, where they were, they had that arrangement and they couldn't help each other from you know within 6 months they had uh, they'd gone back to they hated
5: each other an awful lot for the
0: arrangement though. Yeah, that, oh. look at that wasn't really arranged. That was yeah, there was a lot of animosity before yeah, that. Right, but, yeah. like they still don't look like at-
5: each other. Like I'm surprised they did it to them and not us because snuff and us also do not get along. Oh yeah, you so guys are best friends. I really appreciate Shadow Cartel taking that bullet for us. So it's a really good and nice guy. <laughs> Cuz I'm sure they would have fucked us with it.
1: But look at look at TNT and CO2. Like the the thing that caused all, like a lot of that Drama there and they were allies was uh, TNT beating them in the Alliance tournament. And that's all it took. Uh, Maybe. I
5: guess maybe. I mean, like, what?
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm used to
5: different people, but yeah,
1: I guess it could be a thing.
4: No, they're the and CO. Just correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but there was a lot of hatred
1: between those two alliances, right? Well, a lot of it stemmed from the Alliance tournament. And then the other part of it stemmed from the Alliance tournament. Are you serious? Because when they. Are you serious? Dude, that got brought up all the time after you guys left.
0: Uh, You guys were both from TNT. That's why this is kind of a. Yeah,
1: like Dirk, Dirk left after after the alliance tournament, right, Dirk? Yes, I left where I collected my ship skin. Yes. Yeah. Well, nobody got those because the entire alliance tournament team left.
0: Well, you did not like uh, anchoring in a, in a tournament.
1: Magoo, you mean magooing? Team magooing? Magooing. Yeah.
3: No, I didn't care about that. I, you know, knowing guys in CO. Well, considering we went to CO two after that, I mean, that's where my corp went to after after the alliance tournament. Um, but, I don't know. I never heard anything like that. Everything that I heard that was between CO2 and TNT basically revolved around um, space. Um, CO2 wanted more of tribute and TNT was taking some of it because of what was going on with the whole reshuffle leading up to Fozzy um, and then stuff related to a corp that had been left and or been kicked out of CO2 that was then taken into TNT. This was well, all maybe the Alliance Starman stuff. thing is uh, something that just came out later as, like,
1: you know, the straw that break the capital's back. Yeah, like it was just like it was the I TIE thing. The space, thing, the alliance, tournament thing, like those were the three big things that we had spoken to them directly about towards the end. And that's all it caused for like that huge hatred between TNT and CO2. If I
3: had known it was going to go down like that, we totally would have unanchored against CO2, not one. And maybe they wouldn't have like, you know, I don't know, turn <laughs> Don't most
1: don't most teams win when they don't Technical anchor? So they
0: fly out
5: of
1: them. the arena.
0: Can you imagine <laughs> CO2 uh, still in this? But before we go to that, can we just be inclusive and tell people what Magooing mm-hmm. was? of course.
3: <laughs> Derek. well okay so so um look TNT was not a this was like their second alliance tournament you know in a row um um the last two years uh, and um the uh the doctrines that we were running were just basically you know okay you know anchor up um you know so we would anchor up and if the guy who was the anchor got killed and didn't say anything then people would just not know what to do because some of them didn't know what to do. But well, uh, what was that one bad fight where it was Daniel got tackled? Well, it, yeah. Well, yeah. Daniel got tackled or whatever. Uh, you know, so he wasn't moving. But anyways, eh, but at least Randolph, who you know, is somebody we knew and like somebody I would talk to, kind of you know, behind the scenes, being like, "Come on, dude, you don't need to dump all over us. We know we're not. We know we're not Camel Empire or anything." Um, he joked. I, I think he jokingly came. It was either him or Fozzie now that that came up with with Team Magoo or whatever. That sounds like the least thing. We're doing it again this year. As so. in Mr. Magoo, who's blind and can't see what he's doing kind of a thing.
0: But the funny thing was, you guys actually had a lot of success with
3: it.
4: Yeah, they did better than a lot of other teams who didn't anchor up, actually.
3: <laughs> to, yeah. Two, two top ten finishes in a row, which I know is not saying a whole lot, but you know what? There were There were other teams who went out earlier, and we were pretty happy with the fact of being top ten, especially when you look at who the other teams are who were like nine through one and and we were in it because we just wanted to be in it which is what i recommend to everybody out there that you know it's just fun being in it we you know you're not looking to win at the same level unless you are willing to put in the same level of effort that goes on behind the scenes of those teams that are in let's say the top 6 is that why you're mad you didn't yeah. get your skin
0: <laughs>
3: no i'm mad i didn't get my skin because i think wibblo's got my skin
0: anyway it was a magical time um, but let's, uh, let's get back to uh, Serenin because we want to actually yeah, move this I wanna, to a conversation.
5: I want to like, point something out that a lot of people have maybe missed about attacking the Imperium. 0 was zero is always kind of empty except for one particular corner of the game where 40,000 people had amassed themselves and their playing habits. And you lived in this little fucking pie-shaped wedge from nine o'clock to 12 o'clock on our, on our little circle of Eve, and you never really left there, except for maybe once a year you'd all pour out and fuck some up. And now that we have shaken off something silly, like 34,000 people or whatever, has ejected its mass from your your fucking carcass. Uh, those people are settling in other parts of the games and you're seeing increases in some other alliance, or in the case of like FCON, who's not a small entity, they just moved fucking south and took up space and started all over again, which is, much as I hate them and like to beat them up, super impressive, good on them. I'm sure they suck some dick to get in there, but I mean, at least they're in there, right? Like, that's a thing already. These groups of all these people that have been hoarded up there are now, like, spreading themselves around the game and repopulating it in other places. There's people that live in Fountain for the first time in a long time, and they're not all one fucking group. Uh, they're not even, like, just two groups that, you know, like in the case of BL beating the shit out of Test or whoever the fuck was over there braving and then dying because of it. Like, it's a bunch of little different groups that are over there, and they don't all get along. Uh, there's a bunch of shit going on in the South. Even the Russians are starting to disagree with each other. Holy fuck, it might actually turn into a game here shortly if we're not careful.
2: I, I will say that it's really exciting to look at the map. Like as someone who I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention to it, when I look back at it, it was like you had like six or seven big masses, and that was it. And it's really fun to see new and exciting. Like there's old people on the map, and it's you know it's interesting to see old names pop up that I haven't seen in a long time. But there's also a lot of new stuff, and it's exciting to see a lot of smaller entities popping up. Like who's this? What are they going to do? Who's that? What are they going to do? Who in
4: the game is best placed to farm these new uh, groups that have split off now? You Watch your horror map after the war. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know i wanted to ask i mean we're not throwing we're not throwing that whole idea of the blue donut and well it, it was never a full donut for those people who are asking out there but it was a blue uh, coffee stain well top top left we're not throwing that idea of a stagnant null sec um out there only on the imperium though right because i mean when you go back and you look at things yeah, like the agreements that were in place uh, well,
0: uh, but let's be fair about this, at least. Let me try to match your man voice, by the way. Um, the A lot of the people that are actually leaving other places are actually going into Goon Swarm. So Goon Swarm is actually kind of steady because they're getting a lot of people who are doubling down on their beliefs to kind of stick to the bigger group. That's a solid group.
5: play. I, I called it at the start of the war you goon the imperium can't exist like it did anymore you can all join one alliance and functionally defend your sav. but having five alliances trying to defend five different alliances sav and under the systems is untenable
0: and and what's funny is uh ccp Fozzie weighed in and said well if you guys do that we might take a second look at you know those mechanics and kind of warning you like if you're going to Become a big blob again. We might find a different well, way right. to take it. That, that, that was the whole point, like within right? A day. The whole
2: point was to make big blobs not be a thing, right? That was part of the things they really wanted to push and change. So, well, remember, Fozzie said that
4: they would look at you know little fake alliances to get capital bonuses. And I think the group that holds stage right now has three, the alliance has three members. So, they say one thing, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen.
2: No, definitely. I know what you mean,
5: but I don't think Fozzie will have to touch, like, even if you are all. If, if, I don't know, I feel like even if the Imperium was all in one alliance, this still would have happened because of the condition that it was in when the attack happened. There was just so much asleep and not around and not giving a fuck that by the time. People
4: thought we were bigger than we were. Like, they looked at the active members, like, you know, PL doesn't have farming alts in the alliance. You know, there's. The, the active number of members
5: yeah. wasn't... They have brothers of a, a No, little, we don't uh, have it anymore. Not real. Stop. That's not us. We don't have uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. 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 So Elise sold that to X Death. He actually... And the last small portion of it yeah. was given to Vince fucking Draken And that's not us. We have nothing to do with that. In fact, because Uh-oh. when Secret's Boat out. left... Boat, <laughs> left manage, when Boat left to manage... When Bope left to manage Bot... Or when boat left, it was a better managed bot because we had dudes farming dudes in bot and their supers, and here we are having Faffer who still ran bot for Vince in PL. So they just fucking left because it was easier on them that way, and they don't have to deal with all the bullshit. We don't have bot no more. You can, I mean, you can fuck it up. We do. We we kill those dudes all the time, like no big deal. But we sold it. Uh, we sold a bunch of the space to death for payments over a series of time, and the move we made in the south uh, right after Phoebe hit was to move to where he was and protect him so that we could get our last two fucking payments because if he had gotten purged from space, we wouldn't get shit. So uh, <laughs> we sold that to him and then we Which And was, then the actual the alliance clause. itself got sold directly to Vince Draken and we don't have nothing to do with that shit anymore. I don't give a fuck about a renner.
4: Well either way, you guys don't have ratting alts in your alliance. You don't have you don't have industry alts in no, your we alliance. We have dudes there, there's that somewhere do else.
5: wormholes. We have dudes that do uh, Wormholes, we got a lot of dudes that do wormholes, I think. But we also have, like, right. a lot of dudes that do, like... <laughs> like, Leonard count's Cal- 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 officers. In one block of time... Last, last time I checked the count, Leonard had killed 42 officers over his career in Snigger League. That's a lot. I've never seen one in fucking almost a decade of playing the game, and he's killed 42 of them. Like, dudes just make their money the way they make their money. I, if you check my losses, all my... I do all my... Uh, Money making from pretty much in snig I die frequently in tech three cruisers. I've lost more tech 3, cruiser, three cruisers to NPCs than players.
0: Aren't you afraid you'll you'll get booted for a bad uh kill board?
5: No, I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't care. We don't, we don't, we're not, yeah, we're not even like that. Well, it's not, I, no, I know uh, a number of PO players who have you know
4: carrier alts elsewhere. Sure. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it might not be everyone, no, but yeah, certainly yeah. a
5: thing yeah, for sure. My whole
4: point we... is that, is that the, the numbers in the Imperium were not indicative of, of our combat strength. We could feel like you know. At best, 1500 people. This was before CO2 left. And that, that's about what we've been able to do throughout the history of the game, except like a super her for 6VDT, which was basically victory lap. Um, yeah, it, you
0: dicks. 6VDT was the Fountain War. That was the last battle of that war, and that was the biggest one on record. Yeah, and so you have,
4: you have us fielding real, relatively consistently, say, 1500 people. And then this, the uh, Money Badger Coalition, CFC 2.0, um, they came in. And they, like, if, even if you looked at just, uh, you know, not player count, but uh, character count, uh, after CO2 left, we had, like, what, 32,000? Uh, yeah. And they had 64,000 characters. Sure. So just in character count, they were double our numbers. But in, in active PvP accounts, they were probably double our numbers, too. So it was yeah even if we'd been one alliance there was no i don't think there was any way it?
5: Right. That. yeah that's shed the, the nice thing about the nbc though is numbers from that have already shed like it's way down from the peak that it was and it will drop even more soon like it's everybody knows it's only a matter of time before we're done with all this bullshit, and waffles will probably be done with all this bullshit before we're done with all this bullshit because they've always been no standings first
1: uh
2: i'm gonna say that's kind of Waffles,
1: right thing. so i i Plus, a big thing with the Imperium's numbers at the time, too, is that we've been living up in Declan for so long. Look at SMA that got so bloated with ratters and miners. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, like, when that, when the, you know, whatever Grath had said about the, you know, shaking the fat off the corpse or whatever, like, we lost all our ratters and miners pretty much. Well, hell, there were
4: were were PL ratters in Karma Fleet that left uh, after the war started.
1: True story. True
4: story.
5: (laughs) uh, About, I can't remember his fucking name. And I I always get the corp confused. It's either Boosa or RKK. But right after uh, Veil of the Silent fell, I got a guy that comes to me and goes, Hey, is Tess taking Veil? Because I need a favor. And I'm like, What? He goes, I run a reaction farm and I want to keep my moons. I was in uh, whoever lived there, either Bastion, it was Bastion, I think. So, uh, and uh, I'm like, All right, how many moons are we talking? He goes, Well, I have 245 towers. I was like, Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa! <laughs> was, I go. So basically, so,
2: he was like, "I just geez. want to live in test and make money and have them have none." Is that yeah, cool? Like, can you swing that?
5: Yeah.
1: By by the way, I own yeah. all the moons. <laughs> in Is that cool? yeah, I go,
5: and he was willing to pay. Well, I don't know how much he makes, but he was willing to pay a hundred billion a month in rent. So I go to this test guy. I'm like, "Who are you talking to?" Oh, and I'm no. like, "Let me see if I can. I don't know what I could possibly fucking do for you for two hundred and forty five goddamn moons." But anyway, the guys like the little. Test Diplo is a is a he man-moded me. He's like yeah, we're gonna pretty much need permanent blue standings forever. And I'm like what? And he's like yeah, as long as he wants to keep his 245 moons, we just gotta stay blue with you. And you can't like shoot us. I'm like uh, it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> so, I'll just sounds tell him like we're you can have 200 moons. I'm gonna free him from the shackles <laughs> of this fucking farm. Is what's gonna happen.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna do almost a like favorite. you need
1: allies to live out in nelsack
0: That's awesome. All right, so. Can we talk a little bit about ships because there seems to be—I've uh, been told there's a whole bunch of new stuff that came in with citadels. It's not related to actual space cities. Uh, we're talking about, um, you know, new doctrines that are, you know, being used. Uh, normally, we don't see a lot of these doctrines because most of these fights are done in nullsec. But since it's lowsec, there's different sets of rules that people have to consider. Like uh, Asher, why don't you tell us about some of that? Um, what's different about fighting in lowsec? Yeah, sec?
4: well, we've already talked about hurricanes, which are. Uh... Uh, really great uh, if you have a lot of them they're a great uh, low sec doctrine because i mean their big disadvantages they're so bombable they have a big sig radius almost as big as a battleship and they have um, just slightly better than a tanky cruiser in, in ehp it, you know if they if bombs you know uh, sneeze on them they die so uh, they're fantastic low sec doctrine we've used them in we've used them in uh in 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 you know null, but the idea is you probably don't want to bring them to a big fight where there's gonna be bombers set up I'm claiming credit uh, for the other uniform is, ever
5: using uh hurricanes by the way and that's that was entirely uh, me
4: oh i'll uh i'll put that in the logbook <laughs> <laughs> so the other the other thing that could hit them is that the new titan doomsdays um where they you know slice across the sky i don't know the names there's so many of the new so ones lance. just call but it the lance the lance
5: you get the lance, the cone, the signal one. and yeah. the the bosonic field generator, the big fucking gun. The big fucking gun is the cone.
4: Uh, I'll tell you, yeah. So uh, that one is those things can really mess up a hurricane fleet in no sec. But if you're if you're willing to stay in uh, in low, which obviously we are for the time being, hurricanes trade incredibly well because you insure them uh, and you get like eighty five percent of the cost of the ship back if it dies. Uh, so it's it's a really low cost doctrine. Uh, we only paid out $300 billion in SRP this month uh, for
5: hurricanes. And they've lost so a lot really, of hurricanes, so it's like staggering. That that's all you've paid out. <laughs> you know, have you thought about the irony of if you had only switched to hurricanes back when you were fighting snuff over the tech moons, you might not even be in this situation because y'all would have fucked them up with this many hurricanes. Like, they would have had some losses. we didn't have the
4: numbers versus snuff. We didn't have – like, people were not uh, energized about that war. Oh. and you guys coming at us it, it got us a lot of new like people more, more active or more energized um that
5: oh sweet see that's the mercenary service performed i'm gonna bill you
4: <laughs> yeah that that whole that whole stuff <laughs> where people were just people weren't weren't jazzed about low sec it was a strange new and dangerous place that we didn't really know how to use and how to fight so there was it was hard to get take up in that war so that's why we we're using mechanials like we had like 150 of them and that's a good size for a mechanical fleet
5: if i was talking to anybody else i would like you guys are under utilizing uh, a huge feature with citadels right and i i say this to you running the risk of getting my my side fucked but citadels <laughs> allow for instant clone switching um yeah so if you live in a citadel you can have one clone in the citadel and then the clone that it is one you're in there is zero time or cooldown penalty between jumping back and forth between them. So currently my clones in Saarinen are a crystal clone and a slave clone that I can just switch back and forth as often as I want, depending on what fleet type we're in.
4: Right. You might not know this, but if the Citadel's reinforced, reinforced... Um you can't jump out of the clone
5: oh like i'm gonna lose
4: this i'm gonna lose a set. yeah i'm gonna lose a set of mid
5: grades when you kill one of our citadels oh, okay. yeah uh, that's no yeah so. that's, that's cool though and i mean if the citadel is destroyed okay yeah there's some risk everything that's in it both like the clone in your head or whatever or the right. clone that's there I you had
4: a week to get it out i thought you could go there and jump out and you know the week it was reinforced but
5: that is not the case Yeah, no you're it's done as soon as it's reinforced you can't get to it at all anymore yeah i knew that part but yeah it's
0: but the interesting extension of that is that it, now you're kind of fitting your actual character, right? Because you can oh, actually yeah, put different awesome. implants in them. It's, it's a
4: huge, great. Yeah,
5: team. I've always like for some of us, that's a thing. Like you have all the fitting slots on your ship, and then you have and fitting slots in your head. And if you really want to fight, at like I guess your peak or whatever, you will use all ten of those slots. And if you don't, and somebody else does, you, you you're more probable to lose the fight probably. Well, that?
4: another another little bit to it is I haven't used learning implants in Asher for maybe two years because I fight in null too much, I get potted too much um even even plus threes, it was just it's just too much money uh, eventually when you're you know getting potted three or four times a day. Um, so it, it, with the with the Citadels, you can just have a set of learning plus fives jump into them at night. Jump out of them, you know. When you play the game the next day, you don't
5: even got to go at night. You can just, I mean, you can hop in, you can hop in and out ten times a day. Like you want to go on and off, you hop yeah. out of your plus fives and and go in whatever, like your Zor implant plus threes or some shit. But
4: oh yeah, it's it's
3: it's
5: awesome. It's, it's awesome. probably the best mechanic.
2: That's pretty cool.
3: I was just jumping vet back and forth between clones the other day just for fun. It was like ship spinning. <laughs> but, then, but then, I then to turn my training back on, I did
5: I did
4: the same
3: oh, thing that's in two days.
5: Felt oh. bad, man.
3: I lost a week once.
4: I lost a week.
1: One that's not even that bad. I did that yeah. for a week.
2: you guys have only stopped training for weeks. I've done it for like months on end. And people are like, why are you training anything? That was like it's oh, almost
1: shit. nine years Fuck. that I have never
5: oh, not had plus threes in grass head oh and never God. missed a skill train, like never once. Even before they had the queue, yeah. when I had to get up at three thirty in the morning, I was that dumbass that got
0: up at three thirty in the morning.
2: It set an alarm. Be up. I'm up.
0: Yeah, I was the other dumbass that did that. Um, and actually, so you're not taking any skills out of your character, by the way. This is a little sidetrack, but I'm wondering, like, if people are purists about all the skill points they earned keeping them in that character, or they extracting them to sell?
5: But I had, uh, I had three accounts with three characters on each slot that are all skills trained and stuff like that. So, but the, uh, so the other eight characters, I have definitely run through a juicer. I bought a Titan with it, actually. I made 140 billion in six hours selling skills on the market from my alts. I melted three mining alt's uh industry alts uh I and then I melted uh, down 240 million skill point characters down to like 80 and 60 million respectively and bought a t- bottle of ether.
0: Yeah. Some some fortunes were made. But you are sacred about graph his skill points. Yeah, I've never even, I will
5: use an injector on him and I won't I've never extracted anything from him.
0: That's pretty interesting cuz that's a huge thing about um injectors people thought like you're going to lose that um you know that every point that you earned that history that's built into that yeah
5: little guy in, the, in your chat is like mining what the fuck i had a full industry alt corp i could build anything from uh, tech two cruisers tech three cruisers uh, super capitals uh i was like i don't know uh a few hours off of station construction or whatever five uh that was the last one I picked up. And, yeah, I had all that stuff for years, and I just ran them through a juicer, called it skull mining.
0: <laughs> all right, so back to ships. Um, the, um, the thing is that the Hurricanes are doing a, an amazing amount of damage on the Imperium side against Caps and also against T3 ships. So as a counter, what is PL and NC uh, changing into? Their doctrines are morphing now, aren't they?
5: They're trying to have it. What do you think about them, Grad? So there are certain doctrines that are known to do a really good job at killing battle cruisers in general, and Abaddons are one of those doctrines. Uh, fun fact: you can get an Abaddon up around nine hundred thousand hit points. Those are those are fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's disgusting. Wow! If you have the bonuses right and you have the the fit right, it's like nine hundred and thirty thousand hit points or some shit like that, and they. Abaddons pummel any battle cruiser that exists. There's just none of them that stand up well to that battleship. It's one of the few things it does well. If a battle cruiser is in weapons range, it's in an abid weapons range and that's never a place that a battle cruiser really likes to be. Uh, other things we've done is like they I, I think they're they're talking about a couple other newer doctrines that are uh more disposable, like Hurricanes hurt. There's no way to avoid that much massed firepower from those ships, and they have newts uh, and utility highs and stuff like that, so it's never going to work out great, so continuously flying, you know, 1000000000 cruisers and fucking 1000000000 battleships against it is an effort in futility, and we've never been really, like, one to kind of be on that, so they're going to start seeing some probably some lesser expensive doctrines that are good at dealing with what they are fielding there's a lot of things that kill hurricanes you just have to use them all
4: we um we've also started using harpies um because of uh, the the new fi- fighter mechanics with carriers they're um don't act like the old fighters uh it's a caracol fleet against them with rapid lights and they were one squadron of fighters which is one volley in caracals and uh because of the there's like an invulnerability mechanic as as the fighters are killed where it takes like one tick before you can apply damage to the next one, uh, you'd have caracals just shooting uh, tons of missiles and not getting any damage at all on these fighter squadrons. So we went, to, we went back to uh, Harpies, which our guys love because Harpies are super fun to fly, and uh, they have a really tiny sig, so they can actually tank a, you know, yeah. uh, a volley from, from a fighter squadron.
3: So, well, you're saying that you're saying that that invulnerability occurs. What if it's another fighter yeah, so within the same a squadron? Has, a fighter, as soon as a a fighter dies in the
5: squadron. Yeah, and it's got like it twelve like, little time. dashes over its head if it's one of the main fighter types. Yeah, and every time it loses a dash, that's one fighter. So, and every time it loses a dash, it does less right. damage. Uh, and has, you know, and so, but what he's saying is every time you take a dash away, there's like a server tick between the one you take away and the next one before you can apply damage. So it's actually one of the,
1: there's like screenshots yeah. of well, it where it's people one are doing of the... like zero damage and like just trying to volley these things. And it's coming we, we up with zeros caracals. and then like a one. We caracals
4: where like, there were like 35, 40 caracals on the kill mail and only five of them actually did damage to the squadron. Like, that's how tough it was to actually apply damage to it. When we primarily Yeah, work.
5: so it doesn't... And I know it feels like it might be a bad thing, but you're not going to be able to fix it because I think the game is based on server ticks and there's just certain things you can't ever fix like that. Like, people bitch about uh, not being able to point shit on a gate because of fucking server ticks and et cetera, et cetera. But it's also...
4: Well, what you, you, could, what you, what you could do is you could just have in all nine fighters multiply that HP by nine and make it one fighter... But I don't think they want to do that because they don't want to make them uh, just totally bombable. Like yeah, to well,
5: yeah, exactly.
1: Well, plus then you'd have the problem of, like, as it down, it would have damage, to which would damage. Which would be bad, too, because you'd have more damage. Right.
5: So anyway, it also um, helps. It's not beneficial for you to focus all of your... Do- it's not beneficial for you as a fleet commander to call a target for your fleet, right? Because you are wasting energy. I don't want to, like, lead you through this because you are not my enemy or you are my enemy, but, like, do you understand what I'm saying here? Like,
3: <laughs> Well, I, I, I was just <laughs> going to say, if, you're, if you're going up against fighters, wouldn't it just be better to free fire? That's what we do. We have, we, we knowing, have RB, that you're, knowing that you're probably going to get over four anyways? guns, we split yeah, them, into two, we split them into
4: two sets of two guns, and then we tell guys load a fighter overview and just fire at fighters. With two different fighters, with two different guns. I feel like... So, yeah, we're, we've yeah, already I mean, gotten there. I feel there. like there's yeah.
5: there's probably more efficiency you can add to that if you chose to, that would, that would make the job easier. And I think that's something that this patch brought that people get is everything now requires more mechanical skill than it did before. Like, uh, from Titans down, like, everything now requires... You can't just... Like, the only ship that doesn't require mechanical skill is Dreads, and Dreads suck fucking dicks anyway, so who cares? They are, they are absolute dog shit trash now.
2: Tell us how you really feel.
6: Yeah, everybody called Dreads be- I thought the Dreads no, with the, the high-angle guns dumb. were not the worst. The second the worst. you
5: push that button and make it flash green, your shit is dead. You cashed out, it's gone.
3: Yeah. But I keep hearing from people out there that CCP just keeps dumbing down the game. I yeah, mean, you, well, you keep hearing that, but I, yeah. something tells me that they don't actually get behind so the, the, the controls the thing of about any of these things. Is
5: they're like uh they're like the the, the are mara- the the apostles the marauders or whatever like two are the same way now whenever you push the button and make yourself flash green you can't move you will be jammed by a single ec 300 so you won't be doing fuck all for the entire time there and then you can't be helped by anybody else so it's just your pathetic ass local tank that you get to just run your tank while you die because you can't lock because now they took away your war immunity
4: the Dread has pretty bad local tank, but the Apostles, man, those things have really good tank. It's still really
5: disappointing when you're, like, you've got, like, you look at what's jamming you, and it's, like, two EC300s. And you're, like, what the fuck? Nope. So yeah. Marauders nope.
1: aren't immune to EOR anymore when they're in Bastion. Yeah, it's Aww, fucking like bad, Protossus bro. And it's,
5: like, it's not like you will actually get Falcons that can't jam you, White, like, like, you'll have a Falcon on you, and then here comes a fucking Stabber that dumps out some EC300s, and you're, like, well, fuck, can't lock now. Because the, the stupid Ewar drones are so retardedly broken, it's, it's insane that they're that fucked up.
1: Because I fly, like, expensive yeah. chronoses like your golems, and I've been yeah, yeah, using that, and bad. now it's kind of useless to It's me.
5: bad that you can get tracking disrupted and stuff like that now. It's not nearly as strong, like, if they max tracking disrupt or whatever, it doesn't really triple you in a chronos, so it's not as bad. If they tracking speed do it, though, you're probably boned.
1: By the way, Chad... I've got a chronos with 8 yeah and so, bones. For, and so a Titan to fire a <laughs>
5: requires mechanical skill. There was a video of Bakayuki trying to bozon a goon fleet when the, right after the patch hit, and it took him like. I he's, forgot about him. Bakayuki. He's so no. Fuck. I
2: know. I forgot about him though. Yeah,
5: for sure. I wasn't around. I didn't. I wasn't there when he did it, but I got to hear about it directly after it happened, and it's not a smart thing to do. And the words were, <laughs> "Don't worry, I got this." And he lit a out. and nothing happened.
0: <laughs> hold my hold my well, hold I mean, my to be fair, so, so
5: this was actually kind of a weird
4: scenario i was i was there it was uh it was basically boat and i right and I, i'm always the cautious one and boat's always the one who was like yeah we can do this no problem let's go um
2: that doesn't sound like boat. yeah
4: exactly and and so and so he lights the syno. uh we had someone we had someone you know uh, scan him is it, what are they call where you scan the modules uh ship scan him and so we knew he was actually packing a pretty, pretty good tank. We pu- plugged it into Pyfa and, and saw that he was, he could tank like, uh, like 80k EHP a second. Um, and so he sent sounded and Boat was like, oh, this sounds like bait. They're just gonna warp in an Abaddon fleet and shoot us. And, and, and this is total bait. And I'm like, yeah, hey, let's just do it. Let's go for it. We can, we can win this one boat, don't you think? And so we, we just decided to go for it. And, one bait. um, the, uh, wasn't
5: bait. It was just Baki. Also starts with
4: a I know. Well, we didn't know that at the time. We didn't
6: know that at the time. Well, <laughs> no. that thing actually
4: had a really good tank. We neutered him out immediately, and it took us it took us like three and a half, four minutes to kill him. His sign was almost down um, by the time we killed him. So if he if he had had one injector instead of two A types, if he had an injector an and an A type, so he could keep up that A type running, we yeah, wouldn't maybe. have killed him. But he didn't. Cause, so cause thank it you, Baki.
6: Mm.
1: So all right. So no Nodrak's saying that Bastion gives you 95% your immunity. You get a, it's a same bonus, with the C- right? So yeah. You do get the, a bonus. The, it. the drones are overpower- overpowered right now. Not,
5: not. It's it hasn't been just once. It's been like six fucking times now. Like I've actually, it's gotten to the <laughs> point. In the past four times it happens, like I got so fucking mad. I micro-drum-drived away and went the fuck home and just docked up. I was so pissed. It's like, and it's only the <laughs> EC 300 drones. I, I've had the the big ones, the 600s get launched. Those fucking things so have been broken like bug, forever. Then. You can have a twelve hundred sca- uh, like fucking sensor strength. Dude will launch one EC three hundred, drop it on you, and you're like, oh shit, I'm jammed. I'm just be
1: here for half an hour jam.
4: Maybe they're bugged. And they're attempting to jam yeah. a lot more or something. Like maybe that's. Uh...
5: Well, it's been a bug for like fucking seven years now. Yeah,
4: it's. But been if a you're bug not
1: getting f- jammed by Falcons. I mean, an EC three hundred shouldn't touch you.
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got a. It's got. It, well, it just tries to jam you like once every other second or some dumb shit like that. So it automatically.
1: It's supposed to be one once
4: a cycle, like once every 15 seconds. or yeah, one point five not that at all. So it shouldn't be that much, but...
5: You can... And actually, if it's you... It's obviously um, ticking faster. So anybody there. competent that ever uses EC300s again against you will recall and resend them if they don't get a jam cycle off on you, which...
1: I think they declared that an exploit. Well, I think that's not uh, It's a been happening everyone. forever. Yeah, it's been... Yeah, but it's how like, do you know that's an, ask, right, an exploit, though? Like, unless you're really watching so, your yeah. overview.
0: All right. All right, Thanks. All right, this is great. We're way deep in the weeds, but I let it go for a while because I know there's a lot of advanced players that came to listen to Asher and Grath. So um, I hope you guys got some information there. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back uh, in just about four minutes. So uh, do what you need to do. We'll see you on the second hour. And Asher, yep. you'll stick yeah, with us, really right?
3: where to go. It's Friday. I'm lonely.
0: <laughs> oh, stick with us.
3: We're going to get into the tough questions next.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, we took a quick vote, and uh, Galente won, so we're going to do the Galente Hangar. We'll be right back. Okay, you guys can actually talk. I think I've muted you. So
2: it occurs to me, as we're talking about ships and abadons and hurricanes, they're all somewhere in Goon space that they (laughs) no longer have! All my shit is everywhere! I have a bunch of ships in 6VDT, which I am not in Test, and Test no longer owns, so it doesn't matter anyway or it's in VFK, Wait, you didn't, and I didn't get all my shit out. You didn't out.
1: preemptively move your stuff no, out? No, I didn't I mean, care. I mean, TNT had all their shit out before CO2 even left. I,
2: I, well, I haven't played for a while, so my stuff in VFK, I understand. The, the thing stuck in 6VDT was really stupid of me because I was like, I can move that. Eh, it's work, I don't want to do it.
1: I still have my Megathron in 6VDT, but I left it there as memorabilia from the 6VDT fight. Yeah,
2: I don't know what's there. I think I have a few hurricanes there. Um, My... A bunch of my, well, my, uh, words are hard. My Amar pilot is stuck in a wormhole somewhere that I can't get Actually, out. This I be... can't scan him out because I can't scan.
1: Well, you just need a friend.
2: Yeah, I don't know what wormhole I'm in. I can't do any of those things.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't you just log in and look at the wormhole? I could,
2: and then they have to scan and, and find it's like, me. Tell your friend, be like, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck, stuck here in this wormhole. Find me and one of these days. Yeah.
1: hey, Asher. Actually, maybe Asher can answer. Maybe this. he went to the bed. What would be the... Would, would there be a huge fucking upset with standings if Graf and I roamed in Marauders together no, to somewhere that, that was neutral? South,
5: man. We'd go to Fcon space. I
1: think Fcon's still light blue they to They reset
3: you guys. Uh, Elise, and, Elise and Laz and Graph and Laz? I mean, I mean, you guys uh, go roaming I've on the stream, with right? Laz, but
5: Yeah, they've released roams with them all the time, yeah.
3: Yeah, Elise has... Well, like, I've been roaming
1: with, you know, dudes that are red to the Imperium and stuff uh, with my streams and stuff, but I stay away from all those things. and got on camera space. at the same time. It'd Go just ahead.
5: be too much beard and too much man in one place, and the Internet might explode. it be amazing. Yeah.
1: The EVE Online Break the Internet Edition? The Bearded
5: Break the Internet Edition. <laughs>
1: I'm sad. Like, that was my favorite thing about Marauders, is the, uh, the E-War immunity. That that was amazing. You click Bash in, it's only a minute cycle, you man, and you can man just wreck anything. It, right? You agree range. to sit really and, uh, be, still for the next 60 seconds and
5: brawl, and in return, they agree never to jam you, tracking disrupt you, damp you, missile disrupt you.
0: Hey, uh, nice trick. Can you show me a sign you if you right. can hear me talking? Account? Okay, great. Oh,
1: cool. I think he means on Skype. Well, yeah, like, because I have this really ridiculous fit Chronos. It's just like two A type involves, uh, two X large armor wrappers, and, uh, double cap boosted, web, scram, all blasters, newts, all that good stuff. And I love it, but. Yeah, it makes me changes, really I'm sad that suck. I
5: can't have, um, like, so I can't do exile and do my dual armor rep set. You have to do, uh, mind flood because you can't, I don't run, like, I run no prop mod and I run, uh, a micro jump drive. Oh, no, I are use Chronos. My, my favorite is Chronos. What are you using on it? The best fight I've ever had. The two best fights I've ever had have been in a Chronos.
2: Chronos uh, oh, fights me are and amazing. A, me it's and a buddy were a
5: Golem, and we roamed all night, and uh, we came back, and we got back to we right we did a lap around Syndicate, and we were like, oh, like this fucking sucks. Nobody wanted to fight us, and then the last system, this thirteen man hack gang jumped us, and like. Hack just sat there bait tanking in the golem on the fucking gate while I micro-jump-drived around and... Okay.
0: okay, we're almost done with intermission here. Just a few seconds. Have you ever
4: tried a Scorp Navy issue? A lot, a lot more people engage them than a, than a, than a, a Bastion <laughs> Marauder. Well, I don't have a problem getting fight. And they have pretty
1: good tank. Most people don't want to fuck with Marauders, but when you do get a fight, it's, a, it's usually
0: epic. All right, we're back. Okay, thanks for sticking around for the second hour of the show. Uh, we still have Asher Elias with us, who's an FC for Goon Swarm, and we have Grath from Pandemic Legion. And uh, where were we? We were talking about, um, the first hour we were talking about doctrines and uh, some of the stuff that's going on in Serenin Citadels. And, uh, yeah, we talked about Citadels and stuff like that. But I do want to go back to Asher where we started and ask him a little more about his uh, unique podcast. I don't think there are other uh, podcasts um, like it. Yeah. What gave you the idea to do that?
4: Well, I was looking for a podcast like mine, basically. No, um, there
0: wasn't any, right?
4: No, there wasn't. I mean, part of the problem is is there's a few problems with doing it.
0: Well, sorry, we, we should describe what your podcast is sure. all about. Um, Would, you
4: I, I definitely wanted to make a podcast that was focused on FCing, uh, not, not as much about politics. Or one thing I noticed in a lot of podcasts, people talk about some fight that they had in great detail that I wasn't at and I don't really care about. Um, so <laughs> I... I, I didn't really want to hear about that, and then a lot of people talk about the meta or politics, and I find that interesting. But there's already there was already a lot to fill that, you know what I mean? So um, I decided to do I like you to hug drunk Canadian. <laughs> I decided to do a,
0: <laughs> nice dog hugging him.
4: Uh, a uh, a podcast that was kind of actually intentionally in the weeds as much as you can actually get into it. Um, the downside is that FCs are are inherently pretty little princesses who are and think that they. So it's hard to wrangle someone who wants to talk, and then uh, and also a lot of FCS, um, not not the best ones, but a lot of FCS are uh, are really um, um I don't know what word I can say now. They s- sort of suffer from mild Asperger's syndrome. They aren't very personable and chatty. You know what I mean? You haven't hung out with me much.
2: It's really hard to be personable when people just yell, "Oh my God, it's a girl! She's talking!"
1: Oh. Well, I can't really say anything because I haven't led an Imperium fleet since I got this commercial job. So,
0: well, Asher, you were saying that uh, it is—is is it hard to get guests because there's a limited amount of FCS that have kind of the profile that you need to be on a show?
4: It Wasn't terribly hard before the war started, but now that pretty much everyone's committed to a side, um, it's hard to. Yeah, it was. It's, it's since then I've basically gone solo, or uh, I've cut down my, my my the amount I've done as well. But it's it's hard to get people who can get on there and have a reasonable chat without, you know, delving into sort of name calling or, or just, you know, uh, one up, one upmanship
0: Yeah. It's kind of, I would imagine it's kind of like military, you know, generals during, uh, wars in the past where they would, they could have tea together and talk, <laughs> right. you know, even though their armies were at war.
4: Um, I mean, because FCs aren't generals, you know, that's more like a sky marshal. FCs are more like the, you know, we're, we're in charge on the ground, but we only have our fleet, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more than that. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't think those guys could have, could do it as well. I mean, they probably would because they, you know, had better manners back then. But when you're talking about a bunch of, uh, you know, 18 to 35 year old, mostly young men, uh, it, it it tends up to being pretty uh, testosterone filled. So you have to, I mean, you just have to sort of vet people. And between that and then everyone being at war and being more busy than they normally are, it's been hard to get guests since then. So which is why I've mostly gone solo.
0: Which is actually great because not many people can do that. I've tried and it's very difficult to do. And that is to just sit, you know, just to talk for an hour is incredibly hard. And you do it really well. You make it look kind of easy.
4: Wow, I really appreciate that. Well, the thing is the, the that last one, not my, my most recent one, but the one before that where I was totally solo, I uh, – about ten minutes in, I broke into like a profuse sweat, and I could feel my heart beating. Like I was, I was like so nervous about, about just carrying on this whole thing. Uh, and, and I actually took like I took like a five minute break and just edited it back together because uh, it was almost like stage fright. It was kind of weird, but yeah, it, it, it's I, I'd never done anything like that before, trying to carry it on my own. And by the end of the, the, the like the forty minutes I'd spoke, my my voice was pretty hoarse. And uh, it, it, anyway, it was well, a good experience for me.
0: Do you do it live, or I thought you just recorded it?
4: I recorded it in one take.
0: Okay. So you actually play like it's live.
4: Yeah. I don't like to, I don't like to, I mean, I give people sort of a general note, like here's what we're going to talk about so they can have sort of better answers that, you know, we'll think about what they would like to talk about in, in that subject. Uh, but from from that outline, we we work, you know, alive.
0: Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. I want to highlight a, a certain episode where you had, uh, and Grath knows this person, Jeff Rader <laughs> on the show. Yeah. And, and he, and you brought up Jay Amazing, who's an FC for. Uh, Jay Goose Amazingness. Form. Yeah. Amazingness. And, uh, uh jeff said oh i hate that guy and you said he's my son
4: yeah uh that was a that was a pretty funny turn of events that was sort of your uh your spanish uh telenova turn of events right there Uh, but uh uh,
0: i thought jeff handled it very well he said oh well then i chalk it up to bad parenting (laughs) (laughs) that was that was that was was
4: really good he's so fast on his feet that was a good one um Yeah. yeah uh the uh, Jay, if you look at his in-game title on Jay Amazingness, his uh, number one title is direct shotting Jeff Rayner. So uh, he, he really enjoys taunting Jeff after that one time he headshot him on a Halloween roam, and uh, they've, had, uh, they've had a feud going on since then.
0: Yeah, and, and this question is open to all you guys. What is this about headshotting? Is it a courtesy not to kill the FC for the other team so you get a better fight out of it, or is that gone?
2: Is that, is that a courtesy? Um, are, you
3: objective, are you objective-driven, or are you uh, yeah. look, looking for a good fight? I have a strong opinion on this one, but I'll wait.
2: I've never known a time when you didn't not headshot the FC. What is this?
1: Well, it t- depends on what a good fight is. If it's based on the members in the fleet who just want to mop up an unorganized group, then headshotting the FC is all the way they go. If you respect the other FC and you have some honor, then yeah, you don't headshot. But I mean, it's even nobody well, has like, honor. It's like
2: everyone's always like, "I want good fights." There's the FC, kill it. And I'm like, that's not how. No, what? No.
1: <laughs> I, I've been headshot in every single fight
2: well, in this right. war.
4: Usually, they started at the start. I don't. I don't hold it against anyone uh, in a war. Especially. Right. Well,
0: that can't. That that can't be true because because I tried to kill you many times last year. It didn't work.
4: Well, I mean, I said the attempt to it. didn't <laughs> always work, but uh, I, it has worked a lot.
5: So I'm guilty of this, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to hear Gratz's opinion. I'm of guilty of it. I, I, I did it once. Uh, I was camping right after the, the original Northern Coalition broke apart. We were camping Morse's, Mehe, and Adele to try and kill them like we were doing here. It actually worked. They exploded, went into a million pieces. Great. Uh, I was in Tempest, and uh, Black Legion showed up. And uh, I was going to just straight brawl him. It wasn't Elo. It was uh, one of their other guys. I don't remember. Everybody always made the joke that he went to j- jail for robbing a Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway, that guy. Uh,
4: <laughs> but always headshot. He yeah, well, still. but Elo wasn't there.
5: So they were supposed to just straight up, like, rumble with us. We were in Tempest. They were in Newtons and everything else like that. And uh, they jumped in. And uh, we started fighting for a second. And they all locked me up. And I was like, oh, he primarily kill him. And they killed uh, they killed whoever the guy was, and then the entire fleet fell apart. So, like, I've done it, too, Uh, by just – as soon as I'm threatened by them, I'll kill him. But, but like, if you want to fight, you don't kill the FC. And the way it works is if you know you're going to win or you're pretty sure you're going to win or you just want to really brawl, you don't kill the enemy FC because he's always the anchor, too. You fucking – Web him and point him and scram him and make him watch while you kill all his friends around him all night long. <laughs> and
6: so,
3: the the ones that are right, going around yeah. him. and and so like
5: <laughs> we always have a thing where like pussies will headshot the FC, but like the dudes that want to actually brawl, you can tell because you get webbed to shit, and then you know it's time to fight.
4: There's certain FCs you know will not warp their fleet off if they are yeah. pointed uh, like Saxon, so you uh, you you always point and web them, and uh, and you let. them... Words, they-
0: in other words they won't save their guys they'll keep them around them
4: yeah yeah those guys you always point web you never headshot them if you feel like you've got the advantage obviously i if i arrange the fight with someone um, i would i will never headshot them i mean i think that's just sort of implicit in arranging a fight. Um, if i if it's you know if it's an honor brawl or not an honor brawl you know what i mean if you're just roaming around looking for a good fights and someone brings it to you um i will i mean i'll attempt not to to headshot the fc but i've been accused of headshotting fcs many times Uh, some horde guy yelled at me, like, I guess he was the FC for their fleet. He comboed me and he's like, you know, I'm really upset to you. You headshot me in that fight. And I'm like, I'm like, well, we're in a war. So I I wouldn't have minded headshotting you. But the fact that you think I know who the random horde FC is for this fleet is incorrect. I just (laughs) killed a random guy in Ferox and that happened
1: to be you, which was the FC. But pro tip as the enemy FC, always have a backup FC. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it takes time for them, though, to like, I used to do backup FCs a lot when I was learning, and getting people to reorganize around the backup FC takes time. And by that time. Yeah, but that's
1: all, part of, that's all part of arranging your for fleet. Sure. You go, this is, I'm the fleet commander. Here's my number two. If I go down, I'll say something. I was gonna so, say, so that guy should that know. That might
2: have something to do with having come from and doing that in tests where herding right. kittens was literally impossible. But I mean, at, at a certain point, though, reorganizing around a new F- FC who should be close and ready to go is still, it still takes enough time that you're going to lose quite a bit in the meantime. They
5: actually have, uh, well, what say it, is, like for something like Tess, they actually have a really cool, some, like Tess,
4: we already know. Sorry, guys, we're, we're talking over each other. For something like Tess, we, uh, we, we know who like, their oh, FC yeah. is, and if he, puts, if he puts the backup FC ahead of time, then we already know that, too. If you're like a smaller group, like a low-set group or someone that is not likely to have a spy in your fleet, then yeah, arrange three or four. But other, if you're a bigger group, generally, you just leave your main FC and have your backup ready to go, and you know, drop Xs and say, now now anchor on me, rather than telling your fleet ahead yeah. of time. M-
0: Marshmallow makes an interesting point here, and I don't know how common it is, but do competent FCs uh, have an alt on the field? List, list
1: uh, I, of a scout. I have an I have an unknown alt that I've never told anybody to, to me and I frequently will switch out alts while I'm FCing so that people are looking for Paul on grid, but I'm actually in a different ship, but I'm on comms as Paul.
5: Mm, I think a lot of I think a lot of the, like a lot of FCs use multiple alts, but if you, you if you lose the one that is the anchor for the fleet, there is still a breakdown. Like if you the one that yeah. you're using on field to guide and direct the fleet, if that goes down you have problems. And there's nobody that can avoid it definitely that.
1: helps mitigate it. Like, there's nothing that you can do to be 100% safe. But I, I find like using the alts and stuff, and that like, people don't know that they're linked to me. Um, then that's, like, it helps. But there's nothing you can do to stop from being randomly targeted. And, like, Asher shot a random Horde FC and didn't even know who yeah, he was yeah. the guy. Like, that there's a lot still of happens. There's, like,
5: live fleet intel is a thing. So, like, a lot of people will get in fleets, and everybody always, like, links the anchors, and, and there's a pretty good chance that one of those anchors is the FC when they all get linked. Like, the logistics anchor gets linked. This guy gets linked. And so it's pretty easy if you have live fleet intel, which, you know, yeah. a lot of people do nowadays. Like, not just us. Well, they, not yeah, most those, big groups so. have that now.
2: We used to do it a lot where we'd have like the main FC would pass off just anchor to like their backup FC, but they'd still be on grid somewhere calling shots. So there'd be no real breakdown, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, because your FC wouldn't be off grid. So that was always This is maybe a,
4: this may a little in the weeds, but it also depends on the type of, of, you know, fight you're having. If you're in a brawling doctrine, like if your battleship's at zero or, or close range and the FC gets headshot, it's pretty easy to yeah. take over from there. But if you're like someone like me who really likes the kite and, and use range and positioning, Getting headshot can be a lot more catastrophic because your ships are generally
2: yeah. I used to do it in yeah, depending on the
1: fight. You can FC from your pod even off grid because as long as you're getting intel fed to you like real time, you can tell guys like what to do.
0: Has it has it helped to have a bigger grid for these kinds of incidents? Yeah,
5: yeah. Like it's different. Uh, well, maybe not for. I like just like the bigger grids in general. I think it's amazing. Like you, like chaos can now stretch thousands of fucking kilometers. It it, it looks disgusting. There can be a battlefield that's just bodies for
1: miles <laughs> sounds pretty grim but it still confuses me at times i do wish they got rid of <laughs> combat probing for the fc like they were talking about it just fucks me up sometimes because i mean things will be at like i always find it's anything within the 2000 kilometer mark i always think it's meters at first yeah <laughs> like especially when you're undocking because things are usually like you know within the 2 to 5k range and then there's you know all this stuff at 2000 and you know i don't ever look at my actual my yeah, like, overview oh <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh man, look at all this stuff out here. And then like, oh wait, I'm in. Put him,
3: put him, put him. <laughs> you do know, matter all. It's funny because you the the conversation that we were having the other day um about about kind of how this war went down, and you asked this question now, right? Which is this tactical question of is it okay to headshot an FC, right? And it just kind of reminded me of the conversation that we were having the other day, and I'm gonna ask Rath this. Do you think OK, if you're looking for a, if you're looking for the fight, right, you don't headshot the opposing if they it right. off all fall to pieces. Right. Because you're looking for you're looking for the fight. Right. Right. In this war, do you think you came too hard yeah, and didn't em. and maybe. No, no, not from an objective standpoint. Right. Because from an objective standpoint, um, obviously the objective was achieved. But I guess the path to fun was the overfishing was, is what you're talking about. Well, the objective like, clearly wasn't fun. Yeah. Killer B said that they they
4: intentionally never gave us a fight for sure. Where we could he's, have uh, possibly he's not, won. Yeah,
5: he's not like yeah.
3: the objective. Like if I say,
0: well, let's let's okay. get the question. Hold on, Graf. Let's get the question out there first. Dirk, did you finish your question?
3: Well the, well, the question was basically PL is one of those groups that has traditionally been pretty good at knowing what to do to get the other side to keep fighting, um, and in this case, it almost seems like they came so hard and once it was realized that there was no ability to fight back it just ended yeah um yeah but that's what the nature of the beast with coalitions right it's not like it was
1: just pl you know what i mean if it was just pl then it was fine but you had all these other coalitions that weren't in a coalition before and it's a lot of moving parts uh, uh, and things to control
5: pretty universal across that was not desired for a good fight it was a desire for a destruction of what a lot of us saw as a sore point in the game and uh something that this like
0: the sore the sore point was that the imperium was too solid too much of a block and too it had
5: too much of the active player base was all concentrated in one spot like the whole Calling the NBC, the CSC 2.0 thing is, is really disingenuous because when it's done, this breaks. This doesn't stay together. The, like, too much of these people like to shoot each other. I like shooting tests. I really like shooting tests. It's fun. I like shooting darkness. There's a bunch of them. They're good to shoot at. Like, so we will go back to not being a part of this group. And a lot of the other, like, NCDAW's not going to stay blue to all these fucking people. There's no fucking way. Vince will kill someone. Like, actually kill someone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i I don't think a lot of people are like there's just too much like pro god and 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 sort dragon have already tried to work together like several times in the past and it didn't work out and like there's the whole bad blood between sort and test bit like like all that stuff is just there waiting the goal here wasn't to fight you the goal was to remove you because you were a tumor that had become unhealthy for the game you weren't playing you had this huge concentration of wealth and power and all the good stuff up here. And you were like actively trying to dictate terms on how we could play to the rest of the game. Everybody kind of just stood up and said, nah, show them the door. and So Rumwawful
2: asks then, then why hasn't it been called done and split up yet?
5: I called it done last night. I think it's been done. I actually like. We internally have been discussing it for a while. Like, there's not anybody in, like Manny would like to keep camping you. But Manny, I love Manny to death. Manny will hate you for fucking ever. <laughs> like, th- there's nothing you can do to stop Manny from hating anything. With like a, a woman hatred. Like beyond that, even like it's, wow, it's, yeah, it's like like yeah, he would he would make a bee and stick it with pins in the night while nobody was looking. So I then... could see that. Well, that, that actually kind of
4: segues into a question I wanted to ask you. You know. um, uh, you you guys have clearly won, and I, I guess I'm asking you to comment sort of on your alliance and people outside your alliance. So maybe it's a little unfair. Sure. But uh, you know, um, as the as the winner of the Broward County 1998 non-Asian mathlete, I know what winning is. <laughs>
2: <Wow>. and, uh, <laughs> okay.
4: I'm, I'm I'm an experienced winner, and you know, winners don't have to go out like the the a lot of the it's people... funny you sound Asian. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to how to take that. A lot of the people who have clearly, by any measurement other than the complete and utter, you know, d- destruction of Goonswarm, you've won by every other metric. Every metric, you guys should have gone in, thing was possible. Sure. But a lot of people are still are still chess beating like 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 you guys haven't won. You know, it's not like Tom Brady after he wins the Super Bowl goes and you know spikes the ball in front of Peyton Manning. I can comment on it without a being a part of it.
2: Yeah, i looked like to hear it. Um, Long-seething, deep-seated hatred of Goon Swarm from literally all sides. It's, it's well, such a... There's more to it than there that. There is, but I mean, that's that's a big part of it. Like, when I think about other alliances, when I look at some of the alliances, especially that have joined in the fight, in Sarandon in particular, like, I think of a long-standing... Gur slash fuck goons into the ground forever sentiments so i mean to finally see it happens i think that see it happen i think that might be part of it is just people being really excited that it's they've done it and it's happened and in some ways to run them into the ground even further to keep the the camp going to make sure that you guys don't resurface although i think those people don't realize that that's going to happen pretty much no matter oh, how hard they camp and those people are just kind of writing oh my god we beat goons it's amazing
5: I think some people are also angry and shocked at how fast it all collapsed. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people wanted a lot more out of this than they were given. Well, that's,
3: that's, where, that's where my that's question where was coming from. That's where comes in. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that eh. that's that's
1: Humans what, were forming up things like 500 man, you know, like two Macario Fleets, and then you have 2,500 all of Eve dudes from NBC— is the, Imperium,
0: is the Imperium complaining about being blocked? No, no, no. I get what you're asking, but I'm not I, I, again, I say that. I
5: don't think this was a fight. However, every time we've ever gone to conquer somebody, like to actually remove them from space, this is how it plays out. You are all terrible cowards. Nobody is brave and goes down with the fucking ship, wherever this myth came from. Like, you know the last alliance to actually hold out and fight for its space to the last man? Rise. D- don't, say, Don't brave. say brave. Bro, Rise. Okay. Fuck. The rest of you collapsed like shit. <laughs> rise, Rise held a pocket <laughs> of space, the RIT triangle in the South. After long b- like Band of Brothers had retreated against all the fucking goons and all the goons' friends and everything else like that. They fought and held the RIT triangle. What ended up killing them was a speech from an FC named Ye and the introduction of jump bridges into the game. The goons opened up what's called the Eye of Terror, and there was just wasn't enough left in Rise after holding out for seven fucking months all by themselves. This is one little tiny ass alliance in one little pocket of space. They held out, they were the last ones to do it. And Then Ye came in and told them that they were shit and none of they, nothing they did mattered and they had to hold out longer anyway and all this other dumb shit. He gave the worst morale speech in the history of the fucking world. The alliance collapsed the next day. <laughs> uh, well.
3: But- but people hold out players hold out so long as they think that there is the possibility that they can fight back nah. once they've determined that it's over N- then yeah. nobody does that in space and that they they up. cut and run everybody like uh,
5: atlas collapsed outright not at after one fight everything they did after one particular fight where Finn Troll jumped upon titans on him was 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 fucking nothing uh the Northern Coalition collapsed after Would you two fight for Sob fights. right now? Uh maybe I kind of I'm different though. I'm one of the people in PL that thinks we should we should go we should make a spot. We should take a spot and pick it. It should be a good spot, and it might not be what other players in the game would consider a good spot. But I think it would be a good spot for us. However, I am in the minority. Other people don't think yeah. we should pick a spot. Like, but yeah, I—that I
4: definitely seems like the PL minority.
5: I, I have, I have a, I have a, a spot in mind, and I would like to live there. But nobody else really, really does
3: either. You uh, guys, um, edge? you want to go to Cobalt no. Edge?
2: <laughs> you guys brought up a good point, though, that Matterall actually highlighted in his most recent article about the idea of morale and how important it is in a war, and talking about how Goons um, and the Imperium and the whole entity didn't really have a whole lot of morale going into the war because there's been, from some people's perspective, a lot of shit on you Imperium, boo on you Goon Swarm, more specifically, boo on you Matani from CCP itself.
4: I think. I, I mean, I think our morale was was normal before the war. Um, I think Mittens made the right decision in, in basically ceding the territory. I don't I don't know of any example in Eve where an alliance fought till the bitter end and then you know so, and all their members were still there and said, all right, now let's go on our next adventure. That doesn't happen in Eve. You no, you lose. People. Yeah, no, but and, they... and people are your most valuable resources. But
3: they fought in the bitter beginning. Yes,
2: and I think that's the difference, so, and, I, so and, and that's the point I was trying to make: is that even even an alliance, a small alliance like Rath is saying, with good morale, fought long and hard until someone shit all over it. Um, you know, historically, when I think of you know goon wars and goon fights. Um, you know, they typically last a lot longer and goon, fight, goon fights a lot harder. And so I guess for me, seeing it from the outside not being a part of it, maybe I don't really have room to speak. But it seemed to happen really fast and that Goons didn't really make a stand.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, feel the Light like,
4: Brigade got a poem written
5: about it. Okay, so I, I know where, where the fail... Like, I feel like I know where it was. Like, Matani's an older player like the rest of us. There was a... Like, there's a group of us that kind of, like, came up with the whole... The whole like, not came up with, like, we created it, but we all, you know, started playing during this time where it was all these other alliances were lying to their membership, and these certain specific groups of us, like, you know, like Goonswarm and, like, PL and a few other ones, like, NC Dot even, just drown your members in the truth. Like, if the thing is shit, you tell them it's shit. If it's not shit, you tell them it's not shit. And you never... Mislead them or lie to them in any way shape or form because that's just counterproductive and it and it hurts morale because in this game people will spy they will you will you will accidentally put in print somewhere that you lied the wrong person will see it and then the rest of the game will see it and all your members will know you're a lying cocksucker so you just drowned everybody in the truth. And this war, he didn't do that. He has consistently, you go back and listen to every fireside he's had and since this started, and you tell me which goals he met that he set during this war week after week. He set unreachable goals that were impossible to come anywhere near. He, like, just consecutively makes up stuff like a palsied Hitler sometimes. It's, like, weird to hear some of the shit that he's saying that, like, is not— it's verifiably not true. Like one click on one website, like verifies what he's saying is not not true at all, and it just doesn't make any sense. And I think this is the first time he's ever done that, and I feel like that's what created the apathy that was inside the alliance.
0: I don't remember him setting goals. I think it was uh, yeah. a lot of reaction to the things that was happening. I don't remember him saying these are our goalposts, except that we're going to try to harass Horde and.
5: The week before you lost Declan, or he lost Declan, he specifically said, this is our line. And I, I, was, I remember the day he said it, like, yes, he called his no-retreat point, this is where we get the fights. And it never happened. Declan fell in seven days.
0: Did CO2 switch sides in between that time, or was that, did that have nothing to do with what that Because that was, okay, so that was, all right.
5: I,
4: I, don't, I don't remember even saying, this is where we fight. This is where we, they die.
5: I feel like... There are a lot of points that he just – nothing that he ever said happened. And you saw people bitch about it, but like most of the people that complained about it left and were ostracized in the process. Like Jeff wanted me to ask last night, ask Boat specifically, like why has there never been a single person that he was friends with in the Imperium that left that he's – like he said he couldn't name a singular relationship that he held with a person that left the alliance that was still good because they all became like these not friends not well, stuff that, like that
0: that could be for that could be for totally different reasons yeah and these people are like you know, we don't really know because he to didn't defend have himself. an answer
5: like uh, uh, he's like his answer was last night was that he had to be politically correct at the time and and like some of these people called him friend and i just don't understand that it's this weird thing that i don't understand that goes on there and i feel like this time is the first time that something like that has ever happened in all the wars that they fought and i believe it's probably a direct contributor to the the apathy that most of the imperium showed to this as it started
0: but to to be i see what you're saying to be fair though they still have a lot of members who are very dedicated to them and even some that you know decided to stick with them after their alliance went somewhere else so it's it's kind of a the picture itself doesn't say that people are running away from him in droves. There's a few high-profile really? people that left, but they left for their own mm-hmm. reasons. I mean,
4: Andy Blarf, and, and who else? Like, what are we talking about other than that?
5: Uh, you lost
4: uh, Billy Blarf, uh, DJ? You
5: had you know an entire
4: Billy left. What Billy, Billy left long before the war. And when he left, he said, "You know, said, you know, it's been but fun playing the... with you guys,
0: and you know, will mm-hmm. meet you in the future." It was
4: literally but it might be the, part least... of the
0: same. But it might be part of the same continuum of, of people, right? You know, exactly. friends and leaving, that's, it, yeah.
5: and those are some of the reasons that, like, he was posting about it when all this shit was going down on Reddit. Billy's posted on Reddit about it, like, I know you guys don't read Reddit or whatever, but, like, everybody pretends do. they don't. But, like, he posted about it. Like, it's it's all part of the same, the thing, this whole club of of people that, I guess, I don't know. I don't I don't pay enough attention to who runs the show. Like, I, I got pretty I think part of the... Yeah. My opinion, part of the issue is that the, a lot of the people who left were people
4: who had been purged because of lack of activity. And they didn't appreciate that. They wanted to stay in the club, but they didn't want to do the effort that you need to do. And that's part of like, the idea of directors and goons is that you make it easier for the line members to play because we have a lot of people who play an hour a week. They, got, you know, then they just don't have time to play more. So you put your time in to make it easier for other members to play.
0: Asher made a really nice... Uh, he took actually some time to develop this. what he just said here, and, and it's really well-detailed and stuff like that. On his podcast, his last episode... Uh, if you can catch that, is a really good explanation for some of the stuff that might have been at work here. Um, oh yeah, Dirk. Dirk left the Imperium. I w- I'm gonna razz you about it because uh, Caleb wrote it inside the chat. There, Dirk. What? You're a Matani friend that left the Imperium.
3: Oh, right. But as I've said all along, it 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 was not because I was treated poorly or anything like that. I've got no I've got no sob story about how I hid under hit under the skirt for years and that's left not the, what you told uh, me at the last moment. <laughs>
0: No, actually, it is funny because I didn't see your public uh, on Reddit. I'm leaving you speech that oh, yeah. uh, people normally don't. odd that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, where's, all, but...
1: where's all the leaks, Dirk? <laughs>
0: what I what I want to do though is flip the question because I think Graf made an interesting point that they did not like the Imperium for what it stood for. That a lot of active players were sitting up there like you know a giant iceberg, and people needed water. You know, they we needed people to fight, and you guys were sitting up there quietly. So we're glad to break you up. But just
3: remember what. J- remember, oh God, you got to go back and remember what drove these things to form into some of the sizes that they were. Ugh. I can tell you how my. Well, I can tell you how my corp ended up in the Imperium. What was the CFC at the time, three and a half years ago? Okay, when NC dot and PL came over to take over the drone lands. In what became the rental empire over there, all right? And we fought them for a little while, got farmed by them for a little while. Determined that we were getting farmed while being called Spartans by Elise, okay? And then I said, "We're out of here. You either join one of the big guys, whichever one you can, you were and get in. Come on. You- <laughs> well, we tried. We tried. No, well, the Spartans tried, all died. tried,
5: no- you, you played your part in that play really well. You spartans it exactly. You it well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you exactly.
3: No matter what we brought, there was always another level that came out.
5: We <laughs> were we were we were showing but that's you how all we the up in of combat and eve gameplay. You should be so and proud. It was great.
3: Oh my goodness. And, oh and my it was goodness. great. It was really the la- it was really the last fun that that um you know, I want to say I had before getting into the blob. But again, I think that there are a lot of corps and a lot of alliances out there that somehow find their way into. What at that time became a binary world and that binary world, you know, was, you know, ultimately culminated right in in the CFC Imperium and the N3PL group.
2: Well, that just um, made sense, right? Like the way to fight yeah. a war was in a big block coalition. So it just made sense to be part of one.
3: The bigger question now, though, is is, is, is now that you have got this this diminished Imperium, whatever it ends up being in the future, right, um, diminished from what it once was groups like pandemic legion nc who have these massive iron armadas of supers right that want to have something to do with them do they have an enemy out there worthy of what it is that they have built you know because i mean fragment, they become the next cfc yeah. fragment no no it's not that they become the next cfc because the cfc was a coalition of a whole bunch a lot of different things right yeah, but you already see it happening with
1: guys in Tess being like, oh, we need to be friendly with our neighbors because we live so deep in Nlsec we need to get things in and out. And it's already starting that you're going to see these little groups little form groups. and a little blue donut's going to form. Smaller coalition. But it's going to spread. It's going to spread.
2: You guys don't think the future goes... You guys think the future goes back to larger... Not as large, but larger coalitions versus, like, small skirmish you, fighting?
1: Eve needs... Eve needs a group to hate, right? So Imperium's dead, and, you know, we're trapped Jane in Sarendon. So yes. people people are going to look to the next biggest group that has all the power to hate. And then, I'm sorry to say, once, like, the Brothers of Tanger shit starts coming out, and, you know, that stuff starts coming out about the PL things that they were doing that was worse than the Viceroy program... And farming Wait, super parts and farming renters. Once that stuff starts coming out okay. and people realize let's, that they're let, the let's next let's superpowers. I'm come about right
5: now because since I know all the things that I know <laughs> about our alliance and I don't know any of the things that you just said, like, man, Hold on, come I need on. Popcorn. Is this all part of the Sphere program? Is that what's going on? Because this sounds like some crazy made up shit.
1: Hey, no, track. I like, have a real life buddy that plays Eve that was in Brothers of Tango okay. and like, tracked the ISC and everything, sure. and it was, turned out to be a subsidiary of. Of PL and they were, you know, building super parts and having them yeah, impounded. When we, and this wait, was all no, happening. we weren't fucking having
5: them impounded. Dude, we ran that thing super legit. There is a team of accountants. There was a blog posted that tracked every single fucking dime we made with the with the brothers of Tangra, 17 trillion, mind you, and where it all went. So, like coming up like three years after the fact, talking about, oh man. They were fucking uh, whatever you just said, impounding supercarrier build parts. People's shit got impounded when they didn't pay their fucking rent because that's how you get them to pay their like, oh, you didn't pay your rent. Sweet. Your shit's stuck in this fucking station. Good fucking luck. Then magically the next day they have their fucking rent and they get their shit back. Nobody ever impounded that. You know, like, do you know how many builders actually are in PL that we just move around with us? You guys act like, oh, this is some magical thing that we fucking keep other places with us. They are in the alliance. Like, there's one of them in your fucking chat that's been talking almost the whole fucking night tonight. He knows all the shit we know about Citadels. We know it because of him. He, like, he writes all our stuff up about it. Like, this so this whole magical fucking fairy tale that, like, people like to create around us, like, our program that takes us out of local and uh, lets us know what your ship is fit with and dumb shit <laughs> like that. This shit is getting fucking ridiculous. But you all
2: need medication. Brad, because people's perception is all that matters. Fact I doesn't guess. matter. Like, so yeah, like
1: the Viceroy program was so publicized, they made grooms look so yeah. bad. When like you know, if you looked at you know the renting and the farming, we charged and all that out stuff, the ass like to that-
5: rent from Bot because it was the safest place in the universe. And nobody, we paid the only dude who was a threat to our thing to go camp your guys's fucking renters instead. And so our shit went through the roof. We charged astronomically, and everybody paid us. It was amazing. There was a whole team of dudes. Dirk action, one of the one of the guys in the thing. All his whole job was was to make renters happy. Like, to even insinuate that we hurt these dudes' feelings when there was a channel of 30 people whose whole job in life was to fawn over anything and everything that a group of fucking your Euro- Eastern Europeans could want. Like...
0: But this is Eve. Were they trustworthy?
5: (laughs) Yeah, no, they totally are. They handled trillions. Like these dudes had access to all our fucking money. They never, they never like like sifted or anything. In fact, they got so addicted to doing it that again, like uh, Metropolix and uh, Faffer and all the rest of them, the whole corp of Bope that was largely involved in the management of the of the rental alliance just left to go keep managing the rental alliance. They're good at it. That's what they fucking do. But like we never, like there was no need to shady in the in that business it was making us so much money that to do anything shady with it would have been fucking retarded it it even made us money and we just sold it at the end we were like here just give us like a year's worth of the money that it's worth and people were like okay
0: right well okay so maybe that'll come out maybe it won't uh if there's a story there it'll be interesting to like you know see what that is because All these stories are really interesting that, uh, you know, have to do with secret arrangements and stuff like that. But if if I could, I want to go back to when you had said, because I was setting up for this, that, you know, the goons were uh, a big, you know, uh, reservoir of active players that you guys wanted to break up so you could get at them. And that's just it for you. It's really easy for you to pick on just about anybody you want. And pick on is just the word I throw out there. But basically camp, you know, isolate, whatever, destroy because uh, you're a PL and NC will never not be your friend. I so, in a way, you're I'm kind so of bad.
5: A... I just want Vince to pack up Lady <laughs> Scarlet, load White Arrow into a corp, and roll it on over into P.S. so we can just have at the rest of you. Mean... <laughs> like, I've been pitching this one for four fucking years. You have to take poison, Kevin, too. Uh, I, okay, yeah. as long as we leave Travis in charge of NC Dot when we roll it. That's all <laughs> I can <give laughs> <that shit. laughs>
0: like, I just want to make sure I catch that bus, actually. Uh, but I know that you've been trying to recruit Lady Scarlet for a while into P.L. Oh, yeah. and then she, break that arrangement. She's one of the up. other ones. She
5: has a lot to do. Like while when when Nully completely wrecked having a rental empire, Lady Scarlet's the one that took it over, and yeah, the work. If you
4: ever wanted to feel like your money was safe, read a Lady Scarlet email. Yeah, the, uh, the the grammatical errors
5: that there were epic. Well,
0: she ran that thing. I like to think she just doesn't care about what she's typing, and she's too busy to care about spelling. Yeah,
5: she ran it. She ran it like a fucking clock, and all like we stuck. She was connected to all like all her rental empire stuff went with all our, and they talked, and everything was great, and there was never a fucking problem. One we could swap systems back, like it was back and forth. Like you could have this system over here, and we'll give you this system over here, and you got a bunch of dudes in this constellation, so we'll just give you the one next to it and she it was headache free i made her cry one day and i felt really bad for it because when it first all went down during it was like right at the end of the halloween war and i was super stressed and i yelled at her real bad and vince was like dude what the fuck is wrong with you he came up i hadn't talked to vince in like a month he's like what the fuck's wrong with you i'm like what happened he goes you fucking made her cry i'm like oh man i, ne- I never want to like <laughs> yell at anybody." except for maybe nydia but like that's different i never really want to like yell at anybody that much and uh yeah so i kind of felt bad about that because i was never in the, on yeah. the whole "cheese lady scarlet trade
4: i've got a question for you Grath. um were you in the room when when you guys were were divvying up the north that you guys were going to take from the imperium were you in the room when someone convinced sword dragon that Declan was the place to move his alliance to
5: no, bro. You know what? Like I did the Halloween war thing and I don't think I could ever handle doing or being involved in that. And God love Vince because he did it this time too. But I don't want anything to do with any of that shit. That was all like killer and Annie and not me. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want friends
2: <laughs> and I don't
5: want to be friends and uh, I don't want to work with friends. But you want to got... solve.
2: That's interesting.
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come get it. You just want a farm to retire on, don't you? Oh, I want to. He wants to You're be that guy that
2: tried to take all that test space. He's <laughs> like, I want all my moons, but you can have the space.
5: Stick a pile is of feed corn cool? in a fucking field and go sit in the corner of it with a shotgun and wait for all the idiots to come <laughs> try and hunt and <laughs> shoot in the back funny. of the head. That's what I want He's
3: Cincinnati. yeah. What he really wants to do is find a way of killing that charity citadel, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's,
5: that's on the list. That thing's on the list. You're, that's fucking going down.
0: Hold on. I want to come back to it, though, because I don't know if it was completely answered. But it seems like that arrangement really favors you to break up the, you know, the the, uh, walled in city to get more people out so that you could actually decide who you wanted to beat up that. Sure. I think you're you're going to
5: become the undisputed top dog Mm -hmm. in Eve right now. I don't know about that because I think everybody's thinking pre-Citadel and I don't think people understand yet. They will soon, like it won't go before the year's out before people get it, but the game changed really fucking drastically. Uh, And I don't think we can do what we did anymore. Like, that's just not something we're capable of, and people haven't seen it yet because we haven't been asked to show them. But what we used to do will not work, and the first time anybody else tries to do it, it's going to go real fucking bad.
4: I think you're kind of vastly underestimating how much the Citadels will will be a benefit to you guys. Uh, I don't know if you you saw this, but they said to build supers and Titans, you're going to have to put up an XL like construction Citadel. I don't forget what they're called. So someone's going to have to drop a hundred billion plus on a stationary object that you guys can go and kill. Uh, you know you, you, like it's not only like killing an SCC. It would be like killing a Titan floating in space. If anyone in the game tries to build a super. Without PL's permission,
5: it's it's not so okay. So let's start let's start here since we wanted to talk about fittings. How much time we got left, Matterall? Am I gonna to, like talk for a half an hour and kill your whole show because like this is we don't even have half yeah. an hour. Okay, we have like ten
1: oh, minutes, okay. but
0: it's uh, you okay. Know, so but this is an interesting time. Hey,
1: Matterall. if you if you need to go over, I'm after you. For, so feel free. For, first things Ooh. the they allow the CCP said they
5: wanted to. You guys, everybody's been asking, what's the reward for living in space? And, like, there isn't enough reward for living in space. And you know, like, here's me wanting to have space that we live in and own. CCP said they're willing to make, you know, they don't want to kill the pneumatic lifestyle. But there are certain benefits right now to being stationary that a lot of people are overlooking long before they ever get to these other arrays and stuff like that. So they just added all these new super capital fittings and capital fittings and stuff like that. And... I believe it fundamentally changed the way that capitals are going to function in the game to make them more like regular-sized ships. They will become common in that regard, uh, like to an, to an extent that might shock or anger even some people probably. But like, you are going to need to be able to refit to do a specific task. You can no longer carry all the fittings at once to do all the jobs you need to do in a super capital or a titan you need to be able to dock and change your fitting out because the fittings that you need are too much to carry inside your ship that's the first time this is the first time that's ever happened like oh my titan right now i have enough stuff that i can swap out one set of guns and then every space square inch of space will be taken out uh so you need an XL citadel you have to be able to go inside of it uh Oh, I think you're gonna see that nomadic alliances that live out of NPC stations, yeah, that's great. But their Titans can't dock, their supers can't dock. So they are very limited in what they can do and the time that they are respond. Whereas a group of supers that live in an XL Citadel Uh, as much danger as they're in for living in a citadel have a much greater versatility for what they're able to do at a time. They can change fighter loadouts. They can change dread gun loadouts, Titan gun loadouts, whatever they need to do. They can change tank types, uh, all that kind of stuff. They, you know, they have all those benefits just from living in the citadel. They can, you can have a shield super fleet and an armor super fleet and just swap back and forth between clones in the station in the citadel before you launch. It gives you the ability to escalate no matter what tank type doctrine you are in, from subcap all the way to super capital, simply. Because you have one of these structures that you live in and you can be a nomadic alliance and live in one of those But it takes you seven days to tear your XL Citadel down And you have to put up a new one somewhere else and you lose the rigs Which is 300 billion every time you do it So CCP has said that PL is allowed to continue playing the game the way we played But we have a really heavy price in it not to mention the fact that the carrier mechanics have changed in such a drastic way that you will no longer be able to and that goes for NC.2 Two have a subcap fleet, and have them log on super-cap alts and jump them into a fight. The, yeah. It's too mechanically intensive to monitor both accounts at the same time and correctly function. I think
4: you can do two. I don't you think can you do
5: can. Two, but like, right. I mean, I wish you would try because...
0: Well, that with, with drones. Yeah, I wish you would uh, try. Drones, the new fighter a mechanics
5: are super mechanical. Like, everybody's like, oh, the fighters are so strong. And if you just tell your fighters to attack... Uh, and don't learn how to control your fighters. You are my new favorite target in Eve, and I hope you use lots of carriers, because someone that is mechanically proficient at operating his fighters will destroy, even when outnumbered. Like, like I can, like there was a test where we had like eight dudes against fifteen dudes. The fifteen dudes didn't really understand the new fighter mechanics, and the eight dudes were mechanically proficient. They finished the to the point that they were killing the other carriers with an average of 30 more fighters than the group that had no idea what they were doing, even though they were outnumbered almost two to one. So, like, the game is, is changed in a way that will not allow groups like NC.DOT and PL to do what we did before. We will do it just on a much smaller scale, uh, and but it'll be once, easier to deal the, with.
4: Once the medium and large citadels have the anti-bumping mechanic, you're going to be able to use them in almost the same way as the XL. I mean, you can just use a carrier to refit. You don't have to dock up to refit. Mm, you, so, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's good. I mean, I think, you're, I think you're overselling how much of a pain it will be for you guys to do. So I uh, can't carry cruise missiles,
5: logistics. torpedo missiles, and hull missile launchers in my Leviathan at the same time if I would also like cap injectors, shield extenders, micro warp drive, afterburners, uh, capital-sized newts. It just doesn't all fit in the ship anymore and it used to all right there.
4: yeah my rag is chock folded right, it, right
5: it, like and you and there's i guarantee you there's like you don't have a third shield extender in there or something like that you don't have armor plates in case you needed to switch to an armor fit or something And like just that. have
4: less fuel than i used to have i used to have enough for like eight doomsdays now I have enough for four like that's the big difference yeah
5: it's, and that's that's actually a huge difference especially with the cooldown. so you can doomsday in, an, in a non-time tie-dyed fight for the first 16 minutes and then you can't
4: yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to have to do some sort of on-the-field logistics to, to, to handle that. Not logistics in the healing sense. And, and not just uh, that, actual but logistics,
5: like – so carriers used to have these infinite drone bays. They used to be able to carry as many drones as they needed. Maybe not as many fighters as they needed, but the fighters kind of sucked anyway. Now a carrier right, – you could have
4: 3,000 sentries. R- yeah, right. No a carrier
5: basically now has somewhere either plus, the plus or minus side of 100, uh, 100 fighters in it. There's 12 fight damage fighters in a group. That means you have sub-9 flights. So you and and if you consider each squadron a drone, that means a carrier has nine fucking drones now that he can launch. He can launch them three at a time, but he basically has nine drones. When those nine drones are dead, he's out of fucking drones. Nothing else. That's it. So the the game has changed, and I don't think people understand why. And I I, I, yet maybe I I I guess things progress slowly at Eve. So people will start to see it as it more goes on, like. You haven't really seen Snuff flinging around in their supercarriers anymore since they lost those... What supercarriers? Yeah, since they lost those... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that wasn't... That's not even like... That's a small fraction, but... Uh, but they soon? they, You know, they've been more careful now, and there's like... They're more probably aware of some of the changes because of the way things went down in that fight. Um, everybody's starting to realize how terrible fucking dreads are already. Uh, but I think you'll find that the threat that we pose with the combination of uh, Phoebe, with the combination of Fozzy Sub, and now the combination of these Citadel Capital Changes, it will probably be less. I can't, I mean like, I can't tell you how much less, like, I, but I, significant, I think it would be significantly less. Like, you have already proven that if dot and us are accepted by any great distance, we can no longer be relied on to respond to each other's, you know, distress calls. Well, uh, Phoebe did that well, too. Right,
4: you're going to have to be nomadic in the way that you you show up, you put down roots for a month or two, and then you can move on after that. Right. You can't. I don't think you'll be able to show up for a week in effect, though. You know, in the same way you did before. I agree with hunter gatherers.
5: Since Phoebe's changes, our move cycles have averaged around five months, whereas before they would be much you know much more frequent than that. Right now, we're moving about once every five months because it takes like two weeks as move ops on either end yeah. of it. Like it's
0: you have to. You have to forget how horrible it was, right? And then right, you do it again. or
5: or kill
1: everything around you like a cancer until there's nothing else. Even so, maybe I'm yeah. maybe I'm taking this the wrong way, but essentially, what you're saying is, uh, with the CFC or Imperium, sorry, being broken up. Uh, there's no chance of like another superpower coming up with the way the game mechanics are working right not
5: now. To this, I, I think this, I think the Imperium will be the last really good coalition. You'll see, like you'll see a bunch of smaller ones, and you may even see. Are we forgetting about X Death? Huh?
4: Are we forgetting about X Death? That's yeah, not you know, really. I mean, what, what, don't, what, those don't like each other, dude.
1: They... And that's not PL downplaying the fact that they don't want to become the next on the chopping block for a shady group. Oh no, I'm sure e. we will that's be. Like, like, I, like, but like I just think up. what's
5: going to happen is like we won't be able to. You'll see us do slightly more retreating than maybe you're used to because we just there's just there's just no way around some of the changes that they've made it, they just
1: well it, there's no denying that like the sub system right now is very attacker friendly uh i don't know if I, the defender doesn't show yeah, up if yeah if the <laughs> defender doesn't show up
5: it's super that way but like when I'm, I'm gonna tell you what adm
1: fucking like max well, adm system i don't mean it as in the fights I don't mean as in like the fights, but like speaking from personal experience in TNT, like we were worn down before the war even started from MOA just randomly hitting things every single day, just randomly hitting something with some bullshit ship that you then have to form to go do. And it wears down the alliance that's holding this up. I'm not, I'm yeah. not like in the war. It's yeah. just the subsystem is very geared to the attacker in that sense that they can just go and troll and wear down the alliance. For you can months, send a forward weeks. attack group
4: of 10 guys to cause uh, 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 like a much, you need one person to cause 10 people to respond. And, 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 exactly. and so you could do that over and over. That's what I mean, that's essentially what Tissue and then later Horde did to SMA. So that by yeah, the time the war started, up. they were already broken.
1: Like TNT had a lot of work up to this war that wasn't even a war coordination because like we were dealing with MOA on a daily basis and just getting burnt out You the state. system, and they, you right. Know,
5: people, you held you held too uh, yeah. much Yeah.
2: Everyone was talking oh, about no, that.
1: For sure, TNT had way too yeah. much space. But I mean, that doesn't negate the fact that like the principle still is there that no matter what, as soon as you get that ping that, oh, something's you being have, hit, you have, have to deploy 50 people minutes to check it because out. because
5: you have ADM6 because you have shit tons of ratters in your alliance. Like, I believe if you guys, like, if, if team... But you still have to send sure, people out. Sure, you live in your space. To go defend it, motherfucker. Like, that's the whole job. <laughs> like, that's your job. Like, but I, I believe, you, if, yeah, you know, I believe like, if it was a, a constellation you were know. defending... If it was a constellation you were defending, your job would be significantly easier. Like, instead of like, oh man, here's TNT, they hold half this region over here. Good luck fucking, you know, keeping it all safe all the time, right? But if it was a singular constellation where you were able to easily jump from one system to the next and defend it from a central hub, like, I mean, Horde can do this. And these guys, Horde is not, you know, Goblin's lead's Horde, but he doesn't fucking hands-on day-to-day basis them. Those dudes defend their own space. They go out and form their own little like these are dudes that have been playing for six to eight weeks. My my, I have a I have a horde mentee who I stopped from quitting Eve. I'm very proud of of Khan, and he he's not only you, yeah he not saved only a life. Did not quit. He now what runs fleets. Like he <laughs> Sorry, I take he jab. immediately went from wanting to quit and and like runs fleets and like he they just grab dudes up. I mean these dudes been playing for a month. They're like let's go do a thing, and it's easier because it's smaller and more All compact. Right. I think.
2: Yeah, that's fun and cute while well, you're drunk, a new drunk bro. Drunk? That gets Afterness. really boring real quick when you're the same 10, 15 guys. Like, oh, I've got to go deal with this, even though it's only two gems away. Let me go deal with it every fight. day. Because they, they have day. to commit nothing,
4: so you weren't that's getting a burnout. fight
2: ever. All, and after a while, yep. you're just like, fuck it. I'm so done. I'm so bored. This is no longer fun and interesting. Like, that's that's burnout. That's what burnout is. And that's what gets I'll, people I'll you, to quit you the you game, what? right? I, I, after... I do have
1: a point for graph, though. All right, John, um, go ahead. So... Yeah. So with TNT, like we, yeah, we held way more space. That's not even in, in debate, but Moa was hitting the same constellation daily. Um, So we were responding to the same, like couple of systems or whatever like that. And even with us just holding that one constellation that that's really what we were dealing with. It was still just burning out the Alliance. Um, So we weren't getting hit in tribute. We were getting hit in pure blind daily. Um, So yeah, we held too much space, but we weren't getting hit everywhere in that space. So we were uh, technically just holding a constellation and it was still too much uh over time like this was going on for months and months and months and it just burnt people out to the point where we were paying to go form to go kill a moa whatever like so in that sense like i i really do think it's an attacker based system uh we weren't defending all of tribute we were defending one constellation and we just got so sick of it
3: that's was that was that the was that the constellation that nobody lived in no, no, no. Hacker will live there. That was his whole point uh, of not deploying. Was that? Yeah, was that the constellation that nobody lived in until a handful of people went to live there just because? Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, that it, was. It their, was the constellation uh, that was, that their, was separated uh, from where everybody else lived in.
1: Which it, yeah, that was right their, That was their Moa. out from deploying. Yeah, but that was their out from deploying. Was
3: to sit there and like, bring up ADMs it, it, and stuff like that. It's, it's, and they, it's not it about never that. Happened. It's about the fact that you know this was that was a constellation that nobody was really living in to really do anything about, and it was right next to Moa. Of course, they're going to ring the doorbell on that constellation. I just feel but like that we were we the only situation where that was happening. When I start
5: my Entosis link mm-hmm. up on your station, and it says like fucking forty some odd minutes. To turn off one station service, I got a really fucking hard time feeling bad about you having 40-some minutes to respond to my threats of aggression. And, but it wasn't
4: you. It, it was, it was one it, guy. It was one guy. You know, you, you, every alliance has these people who are just the guy who can mine for 12 hours a day you know, or whatever. That guy. Wow. And he would just go, spin it up, and as soon as someone went in system, burn off, cloak up, wait till you left, and spin it up again 10 minutes later. Like that that yeah. was the guy who did it. And, yeah. and there was no there was no fighting him because he wouldn't fight you because he didn't have to. So yeah, like
1: and that's I know I know what you're this, dealing with.
4: After this war is over, like say we retake uh, our old space, uh, I won't be doing what we did before. Like we will have to come up with a new solution that doesn't involve Why wouldn't you booby holding us off like we did before.
0: Well, who knows? Maybe mines will make it back in the game and you can start to set up booby traps. But um to wrap up this uh this segment of the uh because we're actually out of time we're going to go thanks to drunk canadian he's going to give us some of his uh, streaming time so we're going to go about f- five ten minutes longer uh i did want to introduce like uh, a different topic and that is what if you guys don't mind do you guys have anything no. else you want to say I on
5: mean, this i'm, I'm talking about i'm sure forever we could go for a long time. time
0: i know i know you can you're, you're great that way and the the thing i wanted to get to was what does this mean for because it wasn't covered in the news what does this whole thing mean for Test? Because Tess was trying to find their way back up to their northern area in Geminate. Was that I, right, uh, Um,
2: I wouldn't say that. Um, I mean, we, like, we've like we always lived in Fountain. That's always been home. It's funny, though, to see Tess, I think like two years, three years ago now, we were like, let's go fuck around in Vale and Geminate. And we were like, why are we all doing this? So it's funny to see us living there now. I say us. I'm still not in Test. Why do I keep saying us?
0: Well, tell us your story, actually, because you were in Test for a while when you were doing the... the um, the Meta Show with Matani, uh, right? Yeah,
2: I wasn't. Well, actually, I was in Test when I started writing oh, yeah. for TMC. I started with just StarCraft stuff, uh, non e related things, because I didn't want to deal with the drama and Fallout, which actually didn't stop me from dealing with any of the drama and Fallout. Um, but yeah, Test when I joined, we were. I think it's like 2011. So actually, a lot longer than two, three years ago. Wow, my timelines are fucked. Um, <laughs> we were in Vale Geminate doing I couldn't even tell you what to this day. So it's it's just interesting to see that now we're living there because back then I don't know about now, but back then the moons and everything were super lucrative and it's worth a lot of money. That was back when like White Noise and uh, Raiden lived there, by the way. So a long time ago.
0: Yeah, that was a long time ago. 2012. Yeah, I think 11? it was
2: oh. um, just the beginning of two thousand twelve because I joined tests. I think December or January of twenty twelve.
4: Matter all. I've got a theory on this, so, so just I wanted to throw that in there, whatever you want to call him. Please, yeah. Um, I've actually talked about this a bit before, and I was saying that I think, I think uh, Test came out sort of the best uh, of all the groups that moved up north. And I was kind of hinting at this when I asked Grath if he was in the room with Dark Declan. Uh, there's no way Darkness holds Declan unless PL and NC. live in the north forever guarding them. Like Unless they become the guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> they will not be able to, to hold them. Told Declan from from you know from Goonswarm and and
0: allies. Um, that's D- Darkness's coalition named Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah, right?
4: yeah.
0: Uh, is it really?
5: Yeah, Man, it is I can't same. wait to shoot you, short. Come on.
0: Well, mm-hmm. actually, I think Elise changed it to Dumpster Coalition. That was but, a while
5: back. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was that was just a a political fight there. Anyway, Asher. You were so saying?
4: I I think that whenever they were saying, like who's going to move into this space, who's going to move into this space, like the guys who were like, hey. You guys should move into Declan Sword Dragon. That was really like that was really some political maneuvering for a guy, because it's pretty well known that a lot of people in the NBC don't like Sword Dragon. Uh, They set him up for the sucker punch. They put him in the space that is most likely to be to be retaken.
0: What's interesting is Sword Dragon was also the leader of the original Mm -hmm. uh, Money Badger. Honey Badger. Honey
6: Badger. Honey Badger Coalition. Thank
5: you. Yeah, sent over to uh, Wright. uh, Montolio's sinking ship. ship, and got a gigantic head.
2: It's and funny then, though because it was more like TMS or uh, a test was like, hey, so we're gonna make this Honey Badger Coalition. We don't want to run it here. Take it.
5: So you've got
4: all these people in 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 Fade and Declan and Branch that are gonna get steamrolled, uh, in in my opinion, after after the sort of the the breakup of the groups. Then you have Test who moved into Vale, which is a long way away. They've got CO two in between them. Uh, who we have a much bigger grudge with, but the t- by the time the Eye of Sauron like turns the test, it'll be eight months from now or some some amount of time, a long time from now. But
2: that's almost um, worse because like then we'll be the only ones like not we then test will be the only ones left.
4: A test <laughs> is a pretty pretty strong group, and, and you know you, yeah. you, you get a little help through a wormhole. That's something like, and on top of that, you have to say, do we want to have a campaign where we're traveling? You know, thirty jumps uh for several months to take that space from them or is it just easier after we've had this whole long fight to let them let them keep the space I guess that they we'll have
2: we'll have to wait and see
4: yeah we'll see i mean i think i think like just my guess is mittens you know is more gung-ho on that than i am but I, i'm happy to have tests over there i used to like to go through a wormhole when they're in wicket creek and go fight them like they have a pretty good number of people they'll form up if you come with a you know with a hundred they'll form yeah, they uh, will. well back then they would form 80 90 100 now they'll form more but, you know, the, the point is that they're, they're a good person to have sort of a long enough away that they can't really mess with you directly, but but close enough that you can send over your fun rooms and that kind of thing. So I think Test came out the smartest on this. Uh, Darkness, Guardians of the Galaxy came out the, the dumbest. And, I mean, you would throw Horde in there, but I don't think Horde ever actually intended to hold Fade for any length of, uh, length of time.
0: But Test actually uh, reconquered there. Was it Testogram. Th- that so, was a
4: symbolic thing.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was called, They don't. They don't it's own it a constellation.
4: Anymore. Guardians of the Galaxy have it now.
0: Okay, so they, I see. All right, that's interesting. Okay, so we're in the last uh, part of the show, and I just want to give you guys a little bit of time to discuss anything you want to discuss. Um, not discuss, but just you know, I, people call them shout outs. I call them soapboxes. There's all kinds of different names for them. But if there's anything you want to closing talk comments about or people you want to thank, thank you. That's that's what we'll call it. Closing comments. Yeah,
3: it's the, it's stir- an original term. I just made it up.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. You're uh-huh. awesome.
0: Okay, well, you can go first.
3: I never have any, so uh, just uh, yeah. Know. You know, thanks to the guests <laughs> that came on. It was great having Asher here, uh, Graf. Uh, these are both people that can talk at a uh, very, very specific level of detail, so it's always great to have pros like them on. Uh, and also thanks for the uh, the listeners out there uh, who were chatting up in chat. It's always good to have the interaction.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we'll go with uh, Drunk Canadian next. Uh, yeah, like, thanks
1: for Derek mentioning me as a guest. That's great. I know we didn't, sarcasm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good being here and I, I, I enjoyed the, uh, the combo. And again, yeah, thanks for all the listeners. And I, I hope that Grath and I can actually go roam around in our Marauders.
0: Um, people can catch you uh, streaming on TMC. In fact, you're going to stream right after the show, right? Uh, yeah.
1: And when I'm not streaming here, I'm on my own channel because I'm sponsored by I Is. So no more Eve streaming on TMC. Oh. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing.
0: Do you want to explain it?
1: Uh, it's yeah, really self explanatory. It's related. Iron Bank doesn't want TMC guys, if you're a sponsor, to be streaming. Which is funny because I didn't ever stream to Eva on TMC anyway. You did the night Drayden lost his freighter though, didn't you? That was like the well, one time said something I did about
5: that last night. Is this a real fucking thing that you can't, like, he's paying people yes, not to stream real. on... Yes, It's real.
1: What an idiot. It's a real thing. You, you, stream they stream want to break just the stream umpire, stream you, know,
5: you, just you know what? I'm more these. mad at you for proving me fucking wrong. Last night, when both brought the, Like, this is the dumbest thing in the entire world. Streamers are, are strong, independent women that don't need no man to tell them what to do. They wouldn't take no fucking money to be told where they yeah. can't stream. Turns nah, out... they're all
3: whores.
1: Yeah,
2: wrong. But...
1: But I wasn't streaming Eve anyway, so I got money to stop doing what I wasn't yeah, that's doing. That's not bad, though. And I also, I missed a, I did miss a shout out, though. So, uh, Nate, uh, the guy that's typing in local, he's another streamer. Uh, same as Accessible Gamer, a, a disabled guy, and he does a lot of cool streaming, too. And I got to give a shit to that guy. He's been really cool in promoting a lot of my streams. Man, shout out to all the that's people great. that told that guy to go fuck himself when he offered him money to,
5: on where they could stream. Cause, and I, I say that as he, he's writing us checks, but fuck him anyway.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, it's
3: a, apparently it's only as it relates to TMC.
0: It's an attack on TMC uh, in, in just to defund its you know uh, well, actually, I'll talk about it when we get to the end, but next I want to go to Nystrik.
2: Um. okay. um I had a really lot of fun hanging out with people and talking about EVA um, even though i'm not sure i want to pick it up and start playing it again um i forgot that how interesting it is to talk about it, especially with grath and asher who are fascinating and fun to listen to and i've had them on the meta show a few times so it's it's nice to kind of talk with them again about that and to all you guys so thanks to you guys for letting me be here today
4: hey nice i wanted to say uh have fun at the 1920s flappers nightclub that you appear to be going to after this oh
2: yeah, i don't go out uh, i don't know <laughs> what you're talking about
0: Actually, if you can, in, in the chat, let uh, Nice Trick know. It's nice to see her again on EVE Political and I'll Talk I'll be streaming, stuff.
2: guys, uh, tomorrow and Sunday, 1.30 to 3.30 EST. Tomorrow is Final Fantasy X, Sunday's League of Bad. That's Legends in brackets. All
0: right, Grath and then Asher.
5: Well, I got a... Let's see. I don't really know. I got my buddy Heroku who's trying to die on me. That's not going to be cool if that happens. So let's hope he doesn't do that, I guess. This dude was a... Uh, for on Marine, um, and went like to dive school and like all kinds of other stuff. Anyway, he jumped out of a plane in uh, Northern Afghanistan in 2008 and in a firefight, uh, that earned him a bronze star and a purple heart, took some rounds in his spleen, uh, and they, and like broke his back. And they did aggressive gene therapy, and it evidently caused enough cancer that he was able to sue the United States military for ten million dollars or some shit like that. Anyway, it caused cancer, and it's been really aggressive and fucking him up really bad. And I think he's gonna probably go this weekend. So I would feel bad if uh, I was somewhere public that didn't say something by to him. So he's a good dude, and he was a uh, he was he gave pretty much everything for his country. So.
0: Yeah, sorry to hear that. Is that a real life friend or was that an Eve player?
5: No, he's just an Eve player. He's been, we've been, uh, snake has been helping him with his fight for like five, six years now. So, yeah, sorry to hear that.
0: Okay, Asher, I don't know if you can follow that, but try.
5: Yeah, I had a <laughs> a really lighthearted
4: one to go with. Uh, but but also, <laughs> I'll finish. it. Well, actually, I actually I did actually want to the, to give a shout out to SnorDog, who's a buddy of ours in uh, in Reavers and his. Uh, his dad died in a car accident a couple days ago. So he's going through a tough time. So I wanted to say, uh, you know, uh, just say hi to him and that we're praying for him. And uh, and I wanted to say to any uh, any Eve, casinos or whoever, I am not sponsored on my podcast. I am a whore, I will do whatever. Give me money.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thanks for having it's me Bank.
1: I'm sure he'll give you money.
0: Uh, okay, well, we'll return to that subject. I'm sorry about the uh, personal crisis uh, your friends are in, it's really sad. Um, but I will bring it back to, uh, what we were just talking about and we can finish right there with, uh, Iron death of integrity?
3: <laughs> no. I the, never had an integrity. I don't know if it's a
0: death of integrity. I think if you negotiate a, a, a high enough price, of course you'll take it. Who wouldn't?
3: That's right. Robert Robert. Robert Redford proved that a long time ago. Affects what I'm already doing. Yeah, I don't doing. think we've
2: had any streamers approach to play EVE a lot and, like, they've been asked not to or that they've taken it, so...
4: Isn't last sponsored by EVE Bet or someone like that? He's sponsored by IONISC as well.
6: Okay.
1: Yeah, you can be sponsored by them and you can do shows, you can do games, you just can't do EVE related stuff. They want to be like solely so that when you're streaming, it's like IONISC is the flag, which makes sense because they're trying to promote their gambling website.
0: I don't understand, but wait a minute. They're promoting their website by make making it so that you don't promote? I'm
1: trying to put a bet on it. Because, I mean, if you could stream on TMC and do Eve and then also have the IWANIS logo, which is fine on TMC, by the way, uh, that's just more viewers seeing IWANIS and sending them more advertisement. I don't know why.
4: It sounds like they're making that. an end run on the, you know, there's some people in that group who said that they they would like to kill, uh, wasn't Vince that he he'd like to kill uh and the website something like that yeah Uh,
0: yeah that's pervasive among the enemies is that uh, there's this idea and i've run into it that tmc the site funds the imperium because it makes so much money
5: what uh yeah yeah, the other way around uh, or at least it yep. was in the beginning, for sure. Like, I was there when it first started. I was one of its first yeah. writers. For yep. free.
2: Me too. For free. Yeah. I always
5: like to point that out. For free. I wrote for free. Fuck all you to get paid now. Uh, I wrote some but, like, about 14 articles for it a long time
0: no, ago. Nobody gets paid for writing except ISK. Did you get ISK? I didn't get anything. No, I didn't ask yeah. for anything. I just did it because oh. I like to write right, that kind of stuff. T- the tactics then.
2: We, we didn't have, we yeah, didn't <laughs> ISK until a little after we started. There just wasn't. Mr. Yeah.
5: Did I get into a fight with you over my article? Look, I wrote the, one of the last ones I wrote. Oh, we gotta I go. It in, I would it go. Never, <laughs> I would never
2: fight you, Graf, I'm just throwing that out there. I know better. Well, I, I wrote an article
5: and I turned it in, and the editor that I done it to—all my shit requires a lot of editing. Let's be honest. I spell like I'm seven, so it's fine. It wasn't me. Uh, I, I give wasn't it to the an editor, <laughs> editor. And they hand it back, and they're like, "It's too much." Slurry. No, I would never and say I'm that. Like, I swear. What? like,
2: You fucking know me? I swear. Like, like a sailor. Well,
5: I I think that's how the conversation went something like that like like he's like I need you to clean it up So I'm like who the fuck are you and uh, and it went sideways like that I guess they had to take him aside and explain to him that my articles were quote colorful Uh. Yeah,
6: that wasn't
2: me don't worry I I wouldn't have even questioned it
4: That's like the Andy Rooney of uh, the TMZ at the time
0: Well, nice straight graph you guys want to write just let me know we'll publish it Okay. Yeah, I still had uh, okay. an account.
5: I don't know. All my shit's listed as blank space now, so it's
0: cool. Uh, I don't know what happened, but you know, we'll, uh, you know, the offer is there for and anybody who's listening to this podcast and uh, watching us live, uh, if you want to be a writer for TMC or if you have something you want to submit, please submit it. We're not a closed shop. We don't only, you know, uh, use imperium writers. That's just the way it happens. If you like, even want to write about it, just let us know and submit. We'd appreciate it. Uh, Asher I want to say thanks for coming on. Really appreciate you uh, taking time to break down subjects that are a little harder for us to get to because it's not everybody can be an FC. Yeah,
4: now I got to go out and get my nightclub papling before the night's over. So it's going to be pretty tough. <laughs>
2: Drink for me, please. Thanks.
4: Yeah.
0: And we enjoy your podcast. Thanks for making it. Keep making it. I really it. appreciate and, that. Uh, Thank you so much. No problem. Uh, thanks, everybody, for sticking around and watching. We wait a few minutes later. Um, stay tuned. Next is actually going to be Drunk Canadian taking over. He's going to do. Not uh, Eve. Actually, don't know what show. He's
2: gonna. I think not he's doing do evil, circle, that's for sure. I think.
0: <laughs> anyway, stick around for him. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.